Welcome everyone to episode 437 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. And welcome to our, I don't even know what, what year it is, 6th, 5th annual uh, Thummies Awards for the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. Probably 6th. Yeah, I can't remember when we started doing specifically the Thummies. 2013 but it... was the Last of Us Bioshock debacle. Okay, so right? that might have been the first year of the Thummies. I know mm-hmm. we didn't have we didn't have thummies the first year we did this. It was only a uh, partial year, obviously, because we started in 2011. And I, I think we just did like award standard awards um, in 2012, maybe. So you might be right. 2013 must be the first year that we've we've done the thummies. And boy, um, we got game of the year right that year. <laughs> sure, we did. That's no <laughs> debatable. Debatable to this day. So yeah, very much so. Yeah, uh, the way we used to do it too. Uh, for those of that have listened for a while, we used to cast uh, votes for them. Um, but that because our our gaming experience has kind of changed over the past few years, we figured it would be better to come in and decide on categories live. Uh, we each brought a few games for each category, and we will we will discuss it and hash it out. Similarly to how we did last week's episode on game of the decade, where we just kind of figured it out as a group uh, and tried to come to some kind of consensus. So. That's how it's going to go. As the archivist, I will tell you that 2012 would be the first Thummies. 2011 is when we just did generic awards. Okay. It was 2012 then that we started. Wow. Yes. That, okay. they, were, they were called the Thummies. Perfect. So and that was than I thought. Uh, Ken, correct? Yep. Came up with that? Ken, Ken Maney of... He's, uh, he has uh, the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour podcast now. So, uh, Oh, yeah, he's been he's been uh, he's been on a few of our episodes too, um, so I'll actually. What's have, that? What's uh, his podcast about? I think it's like general enter. I've never listened. It's general entertainment. I'm pretty sure. Oh, um, all right. Yeah, I feel bad for not having listened, but I I don't listen to anything. So yeah, I, I don't have to. I don't listen to our episode or any or our episodes <laughs> even. You have to send me the the uh, name again. I'll yeah, yeah. Well, I'll I'll text it to you guys. Um, <clears throat> so yeah. I guess we'll get down. We've got a lot of uh, categories. I think we have 24 awards this year, so we'll, we'll get right into it. Uh, the first being the one that got away. Uh, so the one that got away, the award goes out to a game that was enjoyed, but we stopped playing for whatever reason. Uh, Eric, I'll start with you. What do you, what do you want to put forth Ooh. for a nominee? <clears throat> oh, man. <clears throat> so I can only give you one? No, give a couple. All right, because <laughs> here's the thing. <clears throat> I have six for this one. Okay. They got... Because I'm, I am, you know, very well known for games getting away from me. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I had to pick like a top three, I guess I would probably go with Borderlands three for sure, um, Outer Worlds, and Sekiro. Mm-hmm. Okay, Corey, what do you got? Uh, I've got Sunless Skies, mm-hmm. Sky Children of the Light. Uh, actually, I'm not sure how to pronounce. I'm not sure the flow of that title. I don't know if anyone else is. That's that's the mobile one, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, Metro Exodus, and I'm not sure if this one counts. You guys can tell me if it doesn't, but I don't see why it wouldn't. It's Trine Four. I bought it. I installed it. <laughs> I just haven't played it yet. Sure, that counts. Well, I, I don't think that counts because oh, that would it, probably he, he go under a different category. He hadn't started. Yeah, that would that would go under uh, uh, game, game you wish you played. played. Yep. Yeah, I guess you're right. Okay, you, you didn't technically didn't get play away it. from it. You just didn't start it. That's there true. you go. That's. But I did pay for it. Good justification. I sneak one in there, Corey. I've act, I've got one that I paid for too that I didn't get a chance to play. 
I bought it a few days ago, and I was like, I'm going to play this before the thummies, and I just, I, of course, didn't. But we'll get there. Uh, so my nominees are also Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, Outer Wilds, Astral Chain, Gears 5, and Kingdom Hearts 3. So my nominees for the one that got away. What do you got, Will? Um, I also have Astral Chain, mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts 3, Wargroove, Outer Wilds, Link's Awakening, and Borderlands 3. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got a couple, couple Sekiro's, couple Borderlands threes. Let me throw this out there, Dan. Let's hear it. I also, so I had six. I told you, and I only gave you three. I had Outer Wilds on my list as well. Okay. So since that was a couple other people's, we'll throw that in there in the mix for me. Okay. Corey had nobody had the same games as Corey. No, no. So Corey's not in this discussion, as it turns out. Uh, actually, I'm not leaving this episode until we pick Trine 4 for the one that got away. <laughs> that's that's the hill Corey's going to die on. <laughs> Getting it out of the way early. Right off the bat. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. You might be half serious or full, fully serious, Eric, but I'll just throw this in there. Um, the one game that you guys mentioned that I'm like, yeah, I, I probably should get back to that would be Sekiro. Okay. Yeah. Did you did you have Sekiro on your list, Will? No, I played it, didn't like it. Okay. So uh, that was me with Outer Wilds. Yeah. Uh, I as as we've talked about, I I started it. I probably gave it about ten fifteen minutes and shut it off because I was uh-huh. frustrated as all hell. Uh-huh. But the reason I put it on there <clears throat> is because I, I like in and just looking at games media and listening to you talk, Dan and. I've just heard so many good things about it, yeah. and like people just love it, that I'm thinking to myself, I really feel like I should give it another shot, so that's okay. why I put it under, and I had played it, so I couldn't put it under, you know, game game that I missed or something like that, so. Right, gotcha. Um, you know, I would be happy with that. I would prefer Sekiro, um, because I think it's a better game, mm-hmm. and really the only reason to super got away from me is because of the difficulty which yeah. makes it more lengthy than i can really accommodate that's actually kind of where i was gonna go with that too with sekiro i played it as far as i could and i i, I beat as many bosses as i thought i could without needing to spend like a significant amount of time trying yeah. to beat one boss i kind of i ran into a bunch of dead ends and that's something else came out like in addition to that so that's also why i kind of stopped playing it it wasn't because i just stop playing it you know like like a few of these other games um that one was one i just i kind of hit a brick wall with so dan did you beat outer wilds i did not oh okay i no, thought you did it's on my list for the one that okay. got away i've probably spent maybe 15 or 18 hours in it okay um a lot of that was putzing around okay so would we all agree that it's between Sekiro and outer wilds probably Yes, because uh, my other games yeah. are on there: Gears Five, eh. King, Kingdom Hearts Three, eh. Uh, Astral Chain is one I I feel bad not playing more of too. That's one I just kind of. Well, you both had so, that. Yeah, yeah, but that only had two. Yeah. I mean, I the other games had would have had three. I personally would rather Astral Chain or Borderlands, but I also think Sekiro is probably the most deserving to win. I could I could get behind Borderlands as well. That was on my list. Corey, is that on your list? No. No? No, but um, I'm not going to fight for it to not be. Um, I guess I don't feel strongly enough about Sekiro to really argue for that one, if you guys are thinking Borderlands. 
I think... Hmm. I mean, which of those games, uh, Eric, which of those games would you most likely, most be like likely to return to? Oh, definitely Borderlands, but Borderlands. I think that's, again, because of the difficulty curve with Sekiro. Yeah. You know, I love all those games, but the, the thought of jumping into a Souls-ish game... Yeah. Is just so daunting, Espe- to me. especially after you've been away from it for a little while. Oh yeah, because <laughs> I'm looking. I like. I I really wanted to play because my wife was interested in Sekiro when we were watching the Game Awards. Yeah, which is like I'd like to watch you play some of that again, and I'm, I was like, yeah, I, I do want to play it again. I just ha- I have to practice a little bit first before I uh, before I embarrass myself on it. So, um, what about you, Will? What game are you most likely to return to? I, do you want to go that route for this award? Between um, game you're likely to return to, maybe honestly, Borderlands or Astral Chain. I, I mean, looking at my list, the only game that I don't know if I'll go back to would be Outer Wilds. Okay, but like Astral Chain, Kingdom Hearts, Wargroove, Link's Awakening, Borderlands. They like I plan to go back to all all of those. Okay. So Corey, do you feel strongly enough about Sekiro to overpower two votes for Astral Chain or, or Bo- Outer Wilds or Borderlands even? Do you pick look look at it this way: Borderlands or Sekiro? Which which would you rather have as the winner for the one that got away? Hmm. When you put it like that, because there's only two astral astral chains. Yeah. Um. Gosh, you know, probably Borderlands. To be honest, now that now that I think about it, when you put them side by side like that, yeah. Okay. I'd be good with Borderlands. That was actually the first one on my list. Okay. Okay. So that means something too. Borderlands 3 it is then. Yeah. All right. Yeah, now that I think about like I didn't even really scratch the surface of the multiplayer stuff. No. Which I was really interested in. Yep. So, yeah, I do feel good about that. Did any of us beat it either? I didn't. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I don't beat games. <laughs> Overrated. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So the the 2019 Thummy Award for the the one that got away is Borderlands 3. Only took 10 minutes. 230 more minutes. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Eric and Corey in the chat, getting everything lively. Yeah, getting it going. Hype. Stirring it up. Hype. Up. Hype. All right, so uh, uh, 2019's 2018 Game of the Year. Uh, this award, of course, goes out to the game that came out last year that we spent the most time playing this year. Uh, I'll go first. I have two nominees, which are Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and Red Dead Redemption 2. Will, what are your games? Uh, I've got Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Octopath Traveler. God of War, mm-hmm. Hollow Knight, Spyro Reignited, and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. That's a good list. What do you got, Eric? I think I only played two. So mm-hmm. I have Red Dead Redemption 2 and Super Smash Ultimate. Okay. Corey? <laughs> Super Smash Ultimate, Red Dead 2, and Kingdom Come Deliverance. Kingdom Come Deliverance. Okay. Um, so I think for me, the most the, the, the one for me would probably be Smash Bros. Ultimate. Only because I still continually play that. We play that with our kids like three or four times a week, probably. We all had um, it, right? We all have it, yeah. Um, so that would be that would be my primary vote. I, I'm okay with Red Dead Redemption Two because I really liked it, and I do plan on returning to it. Uh, but I'll probably buy it on PC and maybe play it sometime next year. I want to abstain from this conversation because I don't like Red Dead, but I have a bias to that, so I don't think it's fair for me to really weigh in. Well, to be fair. Why do you it's have not, a bias? I really do not like Red Dead Redemption 2. Well, that's fine. Well, that, doesn't, that doesn't mean you're biased. It's just yeah, you don't, like, you don't it. like it. But the thing is, I'm not going to be... I don't want to hold up the 2018-2019's Game of the Year with me thinking it should be Smash Brothers. 
Why is that holding it up? It's not. All four of us it's, had that on our list. It's, it's your opinion. Which what, what you I think assumed is... everyone was going to pick Red Dead. That's okay. why. Well, that would be my first choice. I'm okay with Red Dead. I just for me, it, uh, it's definitely more Smash Brothers Ultimate because I still actively play it. I still actively play it too. Corey, uh, I would like to point out that Will can dislike Red Dead Two and also be biased towards Red Dead Two. Both uh, things can be true. I make no qualms. I am biased against Rockstar games at this point. Yes. I, I would say. Um. That said, I had uh, Super Smash above Red Dead as my 2019-2018 game of the year. Um, I'm good with either, I think. For me, I interpret this award a little bit differently. Um, it is it, it has to be a game that I have played this year, but I also uh, think of it in terms of which games are top of mind for me. Like, which games am I rolling around in my head, thinking about a lot, talking a lot about? Um, and for me, that was Smash. Yeah. See, that would be Red Dead for me, but I'm still good with Smash. Okay. So we want. You, do you have anything you want to fight strongly for outside of? I mean, I would Smash? pick Odyssey or Hollow Knight before any of them, but okay. I'm good with Smash. All right. Corey, you only Smash. had the, you only had the two games. Kingdom Come Deliverance. Oh, Kingdom Come. No one else played that. I wanted to play that. that. It is. It's worth. Um, it's worth experiencing. For yeah. sure. On Game Pass. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah I bought it like. The month before it was on Game Pass. Oh, that's right. I remember that. <laughs> that sucks. That's right. Okay. Uh, so it's looking like Smash. Anyone want to make a strong case for Red Dead 2? No, I think I'm I'm plenty happy with Smash. Happy, happy with Smash. Okay. All right. <laughs> so the winner of the 2019's 2018 Game of the Year is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Awesome. All right. Moving right along. Uh, I'm going to write it down because otherwise I will completely forget. Hey, you got to tweet out the awards to the developers, Dan. I'm, yeah, I, I have an idea of stuff to do. I just have to implement it, you know? Yeah. It's all, it all comes down to execution. Yeah. You got to give the, you got to give the, the, the team some water cooler some credit talk. Yeah. yeah. Hey, did you hear we want to, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's such a dumb award, but I love it. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, award number three is Best Multiplayer Experience. Uh, so this award goes out to a game that excels in the areas of multiplayer, both online and in person. Corey, we'll start with you. Um, I had World of Warcraft, Warcraft, World of Warcraft Classic, Super Mario Maker 2, Gears 5, and Dr. Mario World. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Wow. Eric. No Borderlands, Corey. No. Wow. Okay, well, I had Borderlands 3, Call of Duty Mobile, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, <laughs> Apex Legends, and Tetris 99. Will? I have, Wolf. Dan. Will. Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Borderlands 3, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Okay. Um, I also had Mario Maker 2. I had Duty Mobile also. I had Gears 5 and also WoW Classic. So we're kind of all over the board on this one. I left one off my list. So did I. Forgot. Um, Well, it's on my list. It's just on the page break. I missed it. Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. Ooh, yeah. I'm adding that one, too. I'm adding Gears 5 to my list, too. I don't know why I didn't put that in there. Yeah, the, the one time we played Horde Mode, that was a blast. Yes. 
Um, Unfortunately, it was only one time, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Since it came <laughs> up, I can bring I can bring up why I didn't have Borderlands Three. I'd like to hear sure. that. Uh, so I did think of it, and it's not because I didn't enjoy the multiplayer experience. It's that I felt, in thinking about it, the games on my list, I got more out of as a multiplayer game than I did in in Borderlands Three. And by that I mean, I really like Borderlands Three as a game. Um, I love the single player experience and the multiplayer experience is more of the same just with someone else at least what i've played i haven't played the other modes that are a little bit more multiplayer focused okay like it eric what are you what are you feeling strongly about um well it doesn't sound like i'm gonna get any support for borderlands um i'm with you with borderlands eric oh you are 100 percent. yeah you are it's funny that I left Gears Five off my list because I would I would probably put that towards the top. Uh, I don't know what I was doing there. Um, God, I forgot Wild I Classic wanna... for a lot of my awards. I had to I, I had to yeah, go back through after. I I almost want to say Call of Duty Mobile, but at the same time, I think the only reason I really, really like that is because I was surprised how good it was for a mobile game. Yeah. Not necessarily like it blowing me out of the water as a multiplayer experience. Sure. Um, geez, I don't know. Apex Legends was really fun too for a little while. I guess I, I would probably say either Borderlands 3 or Gears 5. Okay. Would be the two I'd be happiest with. Will? Will? Uh, I have, just to run through them really quick, like, Pokemon Sword and Shield, it's not a serious one that I'm gonna fight for, it's just a game that I, me and my friends Pokemon battle pretty much against each other every day and do different teams to try and beat each other, and that brings out the trash talk between all of us, which is kind of fun, uh-huh. uh, so that's like a personal one that I kind of enjoy, because it's really fun to be nerdy and talk about how much better my Pokemon, Pokemon t- trash t- talk? Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot more of that a than... category all itself. There, there's a lot more of that going on than you you could possibly imagine. Oh, we go at each other at work about it. I thought yeah. it never crossed my mind, honestly. Oh, man. it's it, there's some, some sort of server that people play some Pokemon game on. And the things people say to each other on that, it's unbelievable. It's it's vile. We'll be FaceTiming during the fight, and I'll just be like, oh, yeah, taking down your Flygon. Look at that. Child's play. Stuff like that, just to get under each other's skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, like, a personal one that I have a lot of fun with. But really, like, Age of Empires 2 of Definitive Edition, Borderlands 3, and Modern Warfare are three games that I'm fine with giving it to because I think all of those games are fantastic in their own way. Um <laughs> If I were to pick a number one, I'd put Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, and then probably Borderlands, and then Age of Empires. Is how okay. I, I could get it. behind Duty. I think the new Call of Duty is fantastic. It is really good. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, a lot of camping, which is my specialty now. Oh, camping's <laughs> the best. Oh, maybe hey, I gotta get this. Play- <laughs> yeah, this is straight up our alley. Now's the time. Down. Play to win, right? Put a couple yeah. Claymores down behind you, <laughs> sit in a window. Sip some iced tea mm-hmm. while I wait. <laughs> There's actually a really funny video on YouTube saying crossing a street in modern warfare is like this, and it's just a guy camping with like a little little tiny shot that you can make, and then somebody goes by it and he picks him off. It's just like, yeah, it encapsulates Call of Duty. <laughs> nice. Uh, I don't necessarily feel strongly about any of my choices. Um, I also put mm-hmm. Duty Mobile on there, Eric, but for for the same reason as you, just because it's it's a surprisingly good mobile game and I don't know that it would, it would hold its weight against some of the other games that I played. 
Um, Wild Classic was amazing, and I had a blast when when me, Corey, and Reefer played it together. Um, mm-hmm. But just one, it, it's another one of those time sync games which I try not to get myself uh, involved in. Although I started liking Fortnite a couple months later, so uh, there's that. But Mario Maker Two, you know, I like the online stuff for that. Uh, and then Gears Five, um, you know, that would probably be towards the top of my list too. Uh, horde mode is a, is a lot of fun in that. I don't necessarily as much like the regular multiplayer as much, but the horde modes, it was excellent this this go around. So I don't think we have much of a consensus here, do we? No, doesn't kind of sound all, that way. Kind of all over the place. All right, go ahead, Eric. I, I was just going to ask. I couldn't remember what games Corey was strongly. On board um, yeah, so I'm a little disappointed, Dan, that you're not willing to fight for World of Warcraft Claft, Claft, Classic. <laughs> that, that, that would probably be my number one, to be honest. I'm sorry, it's been a long week. Holy smokes. Here's yeah, what so I'll it, say. Go ahead. I, I didn't play that, but I know I would have loved it. Yeah. So I wouldn't be heartbroken if that won. Okay. Um, yeah, I felt strongly about it. It, it was my number one. Um, I, I was trying to think about like how to describe the experience, and to me it's kind of like the RPG version of playing cards, um, where you kind of just can half pay attention, but it's more about just hanging out and chatting and uh, catching up and you know doing something that's semi-mindless and sometimes kind of exciting. Um, I don't know. And then at the higher levels, it is completely engaging if you want exactly. it to be. Right. Yes. Yep. Okay. How was the clafting in the game, though? The clafting? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't get. I didn't get to that part. I didn't get that part but um, no. Yeah, I was kind of bummed that we never revisited revisited it. But um, it was my clear number one. I had Super Mario Maker two, which was another one I felt strongly about, only because I really, really enjoyed the. I forget the game mode now, but it's just the race mode. A speed run where you play against three other players um, and random creations from random people. It's, I don't know, it's so much fun. So much mayhem. And those some of the levels that are kind of like puzzly where everybody's trying to figure out the level just to beat it first is a lot of fun. Yeah. Alright. So should we go split here? Well, well here's my thing. Cool. I don't feel like super strongly about any of mine to be perfectly honest okay same here didn't we all have gears on our list though i did i did i didn't uh well didn't okay i would rather go to a game that you guys are more passionate about like a mario maker or a world of warcraft i'd be happier with warcraft than mario maker personally um but yeah i mean i i really enjoyed gears too gears honestly would probably be my first choice on my list um based solely off of horde mode that's just such a cool mode and so much fun with other people and like you guys said like i don't think any of us plan on staying up and beating the the whole horde mode no that one night it was it was it wasn't it like three and a half or four hours that we played it? yeah yeah and you know it just flies by and like i think a couple of us were about me and Corey. i think we're half asleep by the end of it i definitely was half asleep yeah. maybe more than half right but you know, it's just so fun, and like that's that's honestly the only part of Gears of War that I get excited about anymore is like the horde mode. Yeah. Um, so you know, I, I do always have a really good time with that. But you know, that being said, uh, if you guys felt strongly about Warcraft, I would be good with that. What do you think, Corey? Warcraft? I feel strongly about it. Okay. Sounds good. Warcraft works. Warcraft. We're gonna work. Yeah. yeah. All right. 
So the winner... Who would have thought in 2019? Go ahead, Dan. I well, ruined your phone. No, that's fine. Uh, so, yeah, the winner of the 2019 Thummy for best multiplayer experience is World of Warcraft Classic. Fair enough. Fair enough. So if you told 2011 us in, in eight years we'd be giving an award to World of Warcraft. No way, Jose. <laughs> I, was, I, I was an EverQuest loyalist. Oh, yeah. Um... So as it turns out, I don't have number four on my list. Do I just did I just misnumber these? Oh, damn. is the next one most complete experience for you guys? Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. I, I, the only thing I was confused about, Dan, you said we were going to move up game we wish we had played. Yeah, I didn't end up doing that, so maybe okay. that's what what the pro, where the confusion that was. could have been the confusion. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the next award is the most complete experience. Uh, it goes to a game that comes in a well rounded and tidy package. Uh, Will, what do you got? Uh, so I have Fire Emblem Three Houses, Devil May Cry Five, and Outer Worlds. Mm-hmm. Eric, yes, I have Borderlands Three, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and Devil May Cry Five. Nice, Corey. I had Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening. Borderlands 3, The Outer Worlds, and World War, War... <laughs> wow. World of Warcraft Classic. Wow. wow. Classic. I don't know what's got my tongue today. Cat. <laughs> I've got Mario Maker 2, Pokemon Sword and Shield, and also Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, so we're kind of all over the board here. Did everyone have The Outer Worlds? I did not. Okay. <clears throat> that was a Will and Corey one. Yeah. Did um, you have Outer Worlds, Corey? I sure did, Dan. Okay. And you did, Dan? No, I only had Mario Maker 2, Pokemon Sword and Shield, and Fire Emblem Three Houses. Wow. All all Nintendy. Um, I'll jump in here and throw out the way I like to think about this award is the the game that has the least barriers to enjoyment. Um. And for me, that was Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Um, I just savored every second of that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Borderlands 3 is another one where, you know, there, other than some of the online stuff and some of the bugs and stuff, um, I felt like it checked all the boxes. It was a fun game, yeah. uh, well-crafted, pretty to look at, well-written, funny. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it did a lot of things really well, and very few things hindered my enjoyment of it. Um, as we get down to the outer worlds, like I feel less strongly about that, but still, I feel like it's a nice package, good value, a lot going on in that game, and World of Warcraft Classic, of course, um, great value. Uh-huh. Corey, I would say uh, I feel like if I had played Zelda, that probably would have been on my list for this one. I just didn't play it, but I could definitely see that being a good candidate for this. Um, I kind of looked at it the same way. I guess my thought was with with Borderlands and Call of Duty especially, you know, you're getting a good multiplayer experience or a good single-player experience, Mm -hmm. and there wasn't really anything, like Corey said, like, you know, standing in your way of of having those experiences. I guess I would say Call of Duty was probably a little more tidy because it didn't have any of the issues that Borderlands was having. Um, I also liked that the Call of Duty campaign is really short. Um it's just really short, action-packed, and fun. And the multiplayer is, is was really good as well. So I thought that was a good one for this. Um, 
Devil May Cry 5 would probably be my last choice for this on my list. Um, just because, like, again, the other two have that multiplayer element that I think is, is good for uh, most complete package. Mm-hmm. Where are you, Will? Uh, I would also add Call of Duty Modern Warfare to the list because Eric makes a really good point, and I think the game as a whole is a very solid game. Um, I would say I'd probably have Devil May Cry 5 at the top just solely because of how fun the game is how there's really no barrier to going in and just slaying a bunch of demons with uh crazy combos crazy weapons and honestly like the combo system isn't that hard to get a get a hang of like really one of my friends who doesn't even play video games tried that game out and had a blast playing it and uh was having fun with the different combos the different weapons you can equip uh it's just a lot there's good humor to it too the game is just in zany uh and really funny so there's that going for it too which is a good a good thing. Uh, I just think it's a overall really solid game, really fun, and it's a game that I need to look back fondly and kind of want to play more of. Um, but go ahead, Eric. Sorry, I just was thinking back. I I totally spaced and didn't put that one on the one that got away. That probably would have been my number one. <laughs> didn't even think, but neither here nor there at this point. <laughs> Let's revisit. <laughs> back to the beginning. Uh, yeah. Outer Worlds, and, you know, we talked about it a little bit already. Fire Emblem Three Houses is another game that I think is uh, an incredible package. Uh, there's four different stories to the game, a lot of different characters. The cast is really strong. Combat's really fun. Um, it's not for everybody, though, the strategic element to the game, so I probably wouldn't put that as a winner for complete experience. So I'd probably rank it Devil May Cry, Call of Duty, Outer Worlds, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Mm-hmm. No Borderlands. So I had I tried really hard to not put games under the games that got away category for other awards because I played three hours of Borderlands. Okay. Uh, so I felt a little dirty trying to give it too many awards. <laughs> the other thing I like about Borderlands too for this category is um, Borderlands also I should say I guess um, mm. is the humor. I think that makes it cut even maybe more of a complete package because it's really got something for everybody because mm-hmm. you've got your loot whoring, it's funny, it looks really cool, the action's fun, all the different weapons, the different like RPG elements that are in it. The more I think about it, I feel like that's a really good one for this. Yeah, that's a good, good point too. I feel like humor is a good sign that a game is polished because if you're developing a game, I feel like that's like the last thing you'll worry about. Yeah, and if it's if, funny. Yeah, and if it's actually funny and they've done a good job at that, I, I, I do feel like it's indicative of, of what else is going on in the game. Yeah, I think it's yeah. also something that takes time to get right, right. you know? Yeah. I, it yep. t- you, you can throw dialogue into anything and it'll be fine, but yeah, you've got to yeah, set up the jokes and all that stuff. So, yeah, I think that you're right, Corey. That, that's Comedy point. is all about timing. Yeah. Yeah. Borderlands has quite the package. It does. <laughs> That's probably the one I'm I'm most passionate about for this one. Okay, Corey, you also had Borderlands three. Yeah, that was uh, my number two, just behind uh, Link's Awakening. So I I would be okay with that one if that's where we're leaning. I'm I'm fine with it too. I don't feel particularly strongly about any of my games. Um, I would probably pick Fire Emblem, but um, that is a complete well-rounded package for me, not necessarily everyone else. So. Um, yeah cool um, borderlands 3 yeah borderlands is good all right borderlands 3 it is the winner yeah. of the thummy award for 2019 thummies for most complete experience is borderlands 3 
bringing in some hardware Borderlands 3 is. Yeah, I'll, two two out of three categories. <laughs> That's what happens man. when you start working in averages, right? <laughs> no, it's just a really good game, Corey. How dare you? <laughs> All right. Uh... So, next category is the Breath of Fresh Air Award. So this award goes to a game that brings a little something new to the table outside of your run-of-the-mill FPS or open-world RPG, though it could be one of those with a twist. Uh, I nominee Outer Wilds, Untitled Goose Game, Luigi's Mansion 3, and Cadence of Hyrule. Will? I had one game, Outer Wilds. Outer Wilds. Okay. Eric? So I had um, Star Wars Fallen Order, uh, only because there's finally a decent Star Wars game, so that was a breath of fresh air for me. That is a fair point. (laughs) Um, Slay the Spire, Uh which I don't feel like we have really given anywhere near the due that game is is worthy of. I haven't played Uh, it. Oh, you have to play it. I I know. It's on Game Pass. Oh, is it? Oh, God, yeah. That's how I'm playing it. it. Damn, it's fantastic. I didn't know that. You'll like it. Uh, I said Outer Worlds, and, you know, I'm going to put Outer Wilds on my list, too, because I think the problem with that game is I'm just really bad at it, and I have no patience. I can definitely appreciate what it does, but it would be the last one on my list. Gotcha. I will make that clear. Um, The one I'm probably most passionate about on there is probably Slay the Spire. Mm -hmm. Sparky? Yeah, so I'll preface my list by saying it it's uh that none of these games are new ideas um <laughs> number felt, one is I, go I, ahead real quick i felt that way about almost everything i played this year i was like nah nothing's like fresh <laughs> yeah well i just i feel like we've had such a good run of awesome indie innovative games and now i feel like at least i'm kind of in that postmodern feeling of like all right now let's go back and look at some of the things that we're kind of tired of and perfect them and make them really neat. Uh, but anyway, my number one is Sekiro shadows die twice, which is a souls game, but um, it's, it's just, for me, it's, it's still refreshing because I, I just love those games and that style of game so much uh, that you just can't have enough of it. So anytime one of them comes out and it's really good, it's, it's a breath of fresh air for me, yeah. even though um, not well, just, it's just different enough to my setting. Just gonna yes. say that it's different enough in the way it controls too. It's different enough than the other Souls games. Yes. Yep. Um, my number two is World of Warcraft Classic, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of like staler, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's that's kind of and I haven't really articulated my argument for why it was refreshing for me, but maybe it's maybe it's just refreshing because it's so nostalgic and I just haven't had. I haven't had that in a while to that level. Although, I mean, I guess... Breath of Nostalgia. Yeah. Corey's game of the year is Warcraft. Warcraft. I can tell already. Warcraft. It is not. I I I didn't play nearly enough of it to award it that. But um, there's that one. And then I also had Star Wars for the same reason Eric had. It's just nice to have a good Star Wars game again. Okay. Uh, So once again, we're a little bit all over the board. Um, so I had Outer Wilds because it's different. It's different in that it's first primarily a game about exploration. Uh, it's very heavily science based. Um, but there's also I don't know. Will you haven't played enough to know what the like 
the 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 hook of the game is right i've only gotten like, like two hours in it's okay. one of those games i tried to like beat by the end of the year and i just ran out of time yeah well there's a lot of puzzles so i don't you probably would that's well, not one you dumb, can really so. you, you can't really run run through that one necessarily <laughs> um but yeah just the things that it made me feel and experience i i didn't get that in any other game i've played in probably a few years uh i won't i won't well i'll have to spoil it later but we'll we'll get there uh untitled goose game was a relaxing uh game relaxing kind of stealth puzzle game um unique in that when have you ever gotten to play as a goose that's a jerk to people in a video game uh luigi's mansion 3 uh our game i really liked uh you know the last luigi's mansion came out like 10 years ago there's nothing else like it and then cadence of hyrule was different because it's a legend of zelda game it's similar yeah obviously it's in the same vein as crypt of the necrodancer um, but with all the legend of zelda music and and it looked like you were playing a link to the past but to a beat so um but yeah i'm gonna go i I feel strong most strongly about outer wilds that that's the one i would probably put at the top of my list outer wilds is definitely a hipster game so i do think it fits category i I will concede that it is it is a hipster game yeah um because because of the people that loved it one of the people that loved it is was jason schreier that was like that was his like game of the year I I do. I think he does great great reporting. Did Patrick Clark like it, Corey? I don't know. I don't know. I don't don't like it. I don't really follow him anymore. At least I don't like. He probably loved it. Just with the the folk music, you know the the space setting, the beanies, the beanies. I don't know. The plaid. I I totally agree. (laughs) I think it's a great pick for this category. (laughs) I think so. (laughs) Is my point? Yeah. Okay. So we're all good with Outer Wilds, then? Yeah. Should we rename this category? Is that what you're getting at? The, the hipster... Uh, the hipster's pick for best breath of fresh air. Instead of an award, it's a, it's yes. a beanie. In the summer. Uh, I love that title. The, the game everyone liked before it was cool to like. <laughs> the game that was different, just like all the other games. I think that's great. It's I love it. So we'll be also simultaneously renaming the reward. The award. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so, so we're all good with Outer Wilds. Just to double check. I'm good with it. Okay. Good with it. Yeah. All right. So the winner of the 2019 Thummy for Breath of Fresh Air is Outer Wilds. All right. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. The next category is Please Stop. This award goes out to a game or industry practice that seriously needs to stop. Uh, Eric, we'll start with you. I only have one. Okay. And it's Gears 5. Gears 5. I'm just... I've said it so many times on here. I'm just so tired. Mm -hmm. I feel like the Xbox IPs are just... Yeah. So long in the tooth at this point and like... You can say I don't give it its due by not playing the campaign or whatever, but the campaign. The reason I don't play the campaign is because I just am not interested. Yeah, it was it was okay. I played uh, yeah, probably about a third it of it. It was. I don't remember much. It's of it. like the sun coming up in the morning. It's, yeah. it's all right, you know. It's, yeah, it's there. It'll happen. It's going to be decent. Yeah, you know, you know, you know you're going to have a sunny yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you but live like, in Binghamton, it's, the sun doesn't. Right. Come. 
<laughs> that's how I feel about it too, Eric. And it's it's unfortunate. Um, I mean, I think it's it's also good that they're still able to make a good Gears game because uh, sure. it's not easy to do five games. And although some of them weren't good, right? I don't really know the the lineage that the much. Well, yeah, it's just it's not exciting. But they have to do it, you know, because otherwise, what else is there? Yeah. <laughs> There's, but have. Uh, job is to be creative like it's a creative industry yeah and there's just well, no creativity i know they're trying because right. they purchased all these studios and stuff but I, hopefully the next cycle of uh systems is going to bring a little more to the table like we talked about maybe it was last week we talked about the launch of the new system and how it's going to launch with halo infinite and it's like all right like i like halo as much as the next guy does but at the same time like it doesn't do much for me anymore yeah. And that's where I'm at with Gears, too. So hopefully, with all the studios they've picked up and all the, the new power of the systems, they can oof, get something something new to the table. This is off the topic a little bit, but I think the Gears Tactics game is supposed to launch pretty soon. April. April? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I am looking forward to yeah, that one. Yeah, because it's, it's XCOM, basically, in the yep. Gear, Gears universe. I like that. And has, has any, have you played Gears Pop on mobile? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was fun for... I think I played it for about a week, maybe. I played that one for a while, actually. Yeah, it was, it was a good time. I like that you could get actual Xbox achievements for it too. Yeah, yeah, that, that was fun. All right, yeah. Corey, what needs to stop? Um, I've got two, and I feel like this second one we might be able to have a little bit of discussion on. Okay. Uh, so my number one is review embargoes, mm-hmm. and I'm not. I don't really have a good argument prepared for why I think it needs to stop, but I'll ask the question: Who do they help? I feel yeah. like we live in an era now where hiding your reviews isn't really going to make a big difference. Well, I think in what your overall sales. I think what it what it does because I, I kind of agree with you, Corey. Um, but what they do is they try to make sure that when you're reviewing a game, you don't rush through the game to get your review out before anyone else to get all the clicks. So that's why they have a time frame. However, someone like Nintendo, I think, does it right in that. The review will go up a week. Uh, I think at the at the minimum, it's like two days before the game comes out. Whereas a game yes. like Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was after the actual release, the reviews could go up. Right, and you're right, Dan. I, I should have been a little more specific in saying, um, you know, release day oh. review embargoes. Right. right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. That's that that doesn't yeah. help anybody. Yes, it's silly. Yeah. I can get behind that. It's silly. In fact, I think it might hurt more. It probably hurts more than it helps. I'm sure. Um, I think if reviews for the Star Wars game came out a week ahead of time, uh, it probably would have done even better than it did. Yeah. But who knows? Um, my second one is, and and we did talk about this quite a bit at the beginning of the year, and then it kind of faded. Um, but difficulty as a tenant of gameplay, and speaking specifically to Sekiro. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I I had an argument and then like we kind of forgot what my argument actually was and then I was just painted as the guy that said Sekiro's too hard they shouldn't make hard games um, and that wasn't my point. No, that never would have happened. <laughs> yeah, of course not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so for me it's in and I'm gonna I'm gonna pull in an anecdote and it's Brad Schumacher's experience with The Witness when he was playing The Witness to review it. Um, and he had to get his review up by a certain time of day, and The Witness is a notoriously challenging puzzle game, especially towards the end, 
And I just remember him describing like the rage he was in, <laughs> just like walking around, like flipping stuff over, pulling his hair out, just so frustrated and oh, not dude. finding any help because the only other people he could ask are people uh, who were also viewers, reviewing yeah. the game and they didn't necessarily have the answers he needed. And I just think like, man, could you imagine like I thankfully with Sekiro, I was able to look up videos on how to beat some of these bosses. But if I didn't even have that, oh, my God. Um, so I'll also add that I support the artist's creative vision. If that's the type of game they want to make, that's totally fine. But then I also feel like I reserve the right to critique it accordingly. Right. Um, if I feel like it's diffi too difficult and it hinders my enjoyment of, of the game, then why can't I knock it down a, a, a score? Yeah. Half a score point or, you know, a full point or whatever. Um, you can, but then you have to be prepared to face the backlash yeah, from the gaming community. I don't think that's fair. And I, let me just finish and then I'll let you guys say whatever. But um. And, and it got me wondering, like, is that something maybe the industry should police its, itself on? And what I mean by that is maybe just, like, adding something that's standard to the back of the box that lists difficulty modes or has a disclaimer or something. Because it's also, like, difficulty in video games is also an accessibility thing, right? So kids would have a really hard time with this type of game. Not that maybe they shouldn't be playing it. Um, but people who are just maybe a little bit slower for whatever reason would get no enjoyment out of the game. And I just feel like maybe there should be some sort of disclaimer on the box or an indicator that lists like this game has uh three different difficulty modes just something like that some sort of olive branch that says you know like we think in order for you to get the most out of this game we need to make it difficult but we also need to be transparent about that um and i think if they're more transparent about it too it, i would be less likely when i'm reviewing it to say this game was so hard it hindered my enjoyment of it I'd be like, this game was designed this way. They're very open. They're very upfront about it. I mean, I guess we can kind of expect it with this developer, but that's my rant. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with you, but I would say I could see both sides. I think, I, I don't think they were ever not transparent about it, especially because everybody knows From the software, developer. Yeah. Well, it, I don't think that's true. I really don't. Like, not everybody knows who From Software is. We well, do. not everybody, but the majority of people do. Like, I, I think the, I'm not sure I th about that. Either. I think the whole I'm really the, not. I think the 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 burden is on the consumer to I agree. not throw money at whatever and expect you know. Completely agree. If if you're gonna just buy a game sight unseen without knowing, okay, this is from from software, they're a developer of notoriously difficult games. It has no online, which you talked about, Corey, uh, with the Souls game specifically being yeah. kind of the the bridge, you know, to to help out the people like me i mean i use i used help on on some of the bosses in, in in dark souls 2 and dark souls 3 and not not dark souls 1 everything i beat in that one i soloed but um but yeah no i think it's on the on the consumer to not just buy whatever i mean the people yeah. who are going to be reviewing that game are going to be familiar with friends from software um the average consumer might not be though i mean you're talking to somebody who didn't like sekiro because it was so hard too yeah but were you surprised by that no, but I'm smarter than the average right. consumer. Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> That's up for you to say, but I, <laughs> I agree with Dan. I feel like the free market is the best way to handle pretty much anything. So I, I would rather have all these options out there. And to me, it's like, especially with all of the accessibility that we have with the Internet now, to do research before you buy something. 
I do that with everything. Yeah. Like even literally a, everything even I buy. A five dollar purchase, I'll read yeah. reviews for, for if I buy something from Amazon. I, I just feel to like know what what to expect. Age, yeah, it, this day and age, it's it's to me, it's almost it's on the consumer to do that because, it, like I said, it is a creative, and I, you mentioned that Corey, it's a, the you you feel that the developer should be able to make what they want to make, and it's an artistic and creative outlet. So, you know, to me, it's a like Dan said, it's on the consumer to do their research before you make a purchase, and if like if you can't wait a couple days after a game comes out, then that's on you for not having self control. To me. All right, so let's get away from the second half of the argument, which was I feel like there should be some more. I feel like there should be more communication about the difficulty level in a game like that, okay. and refer back to the point about um, do I, as a as a critiquer and a reviewer, have a right to negatively score the game because the difficulty hindered my enjoyment? Yeah, yes, because yeah. I feel like most people are against that as well, and I don't. I'm think not that's against right. that. I'm not against, I'm not that, against that and but th- that's also I mean again there's so many different outlets out there that are reviewing games at this point and like if you did any sort of research on a on we'll take Sekiro because that's what you're talking about if you did any sort of research on Sekiro you would clearly see a path that leads back to Dark Souls you could look up those reviews you could look up the same guy writing reviews for that like there's just so much you could look at to say you know look at look at say it's Jason Schreier or whatever Look at his reviews. Do your do your opinions line up with this guy? If they don't, well, then maybe read some other reviews about the game. Do your opinions line up with that person? I just think there's so much information out there that I, I, I agree that reviewers should be able to knock points off for difficulty if they don't like it because there's enough information out there for people to make a decision regardless of that. Yeah. Ditto. So, yeah. But yeah, fuck it- hard game. <laughs> any other thoughts Corey or Will? well yeah that's the thing too is it's like you guys are you guys listed it as the one that got away because it was so hard and it's just yeah. like you know i just feel like there should be something maybe something in there that no oh i wish i, I to, wish no, there to, was to me that's mode. my fault though to me that's, that's yeah just... i get it like that's the magic of it and everything it's just like it's just i guess it's just frustrating more than anything because yeah. i do i do enjoy that game so much and that style of game and that world like i love to be in it but it's just it just sucks because I'm not not going to be able to experience the full package. Here's here's a here's a in a uh, comparison. We talked about this last week, I think, with Star Wars: Fallen Order. I'm playing it on the easiest difficulty because I don't want to put the effort and time into getting good at the combat, right? Yeah. But I am fully acknowledging that that is probably taking away some of the enjoyment that I would be getting from that game because it's really easy. Right, and I know that's not how it's meant to be played, but that's on me, as a consumer. I know that I'm playing it a way that it's not meant to be played, and and the same token, I know that when I bought Sekiro for sixty dollars, I'm not going to beat it. I know I'm never going to beat it, but it's on me to know that. Like, yeah, I, you know, yeah. I I think if it had been, had difficulty modes, because uh, I'm I'm for the game the game as it is. Uh, I would not have felt the elation that I felt in beating some of those bosses. Yeah, but then I feel nothing the... when I beat a boss in Fallen Order. So then nothing. Just play on the harder difficulty. It's not the same. It's not the same. 
It is. No, because you can choose the it's, difficulty that you're going to play no, on. No, I know, but we're, we're talking about a level playing field here. That, that's not a level playing field. Is Corey's argument not to have difficulty settings for these games so he can no, enjoy it more? No, not if they don't want to, if they don't want to put it in there is what I'm saying. And and they they're clear, if they had had any intention on putting an easy mode or whatever in the game, then they, they would have done so. So, Corey, you're good with developers making a game that is very hard as long as they're good with you reviewing it appropriately. Exactly. I'm 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 on board. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Knocking a few points off of a, a game because it's too hard. Yep. All right. That's all I wanted to hear. Middle ground. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Will. Do you have anything you want to put for? Uh, pra- do we, Eric? Did we do yours? Yeah. Where are we? I, yeah, I did gears. Stop. Okay, gears. Corey did. Okay, Corey did his. We'll go ahead. I have one, and it's not one that I'm going to fight for, but I want to get my shot in at him, Kojima. Oh. <laughs> Kojima needs to stop. I'm so tired of him trying to tell me what I'm going to like. Like, oh, this game, you're not going to get it. You're a Westerner. Like, yeah. bite me. I am so sick of Death Stranding as a game, and I'm so sick of people trying to tell me how revolutionary and how great it is. That game sucks. Terrible. Did you play it? No, and I'm not going to. <laughs> I have a hard it's, time accepting your argument. <laughs> again, it's a it's something that I've had boiling up all year. You, you know what it is? It's it's UPS Man Christmas Time Simulator. Well, the trailers for this game for like four years in development. Sorry, I'm yelling. No, it's fine. People are telling me how crazy it looks, and I'm like, what are we doing? There's yeah. nothing going on other than Norman Reedus and a baby. It's I, telling I'm you s- nothing. Nobody knew what was this oh, game was until it came teaser. out. I'm still not sure even what you do other than carry packages around. That's it. And you have to, like, balance it on a mountain, and you fall over a lot. Like, it's so stupid. I told you last week, or a couple weeks ago, that I'm weirdly intrigued by it, though. Like, I am, too. And your intriguing nature of it has gotten me intrigued. Yeah. Oh, if I had a PlayStation, I would would definitely have Death Stranding. Me, too. Just out of pure curiosity. I get get what you're saying. Yeah, if you want to try to climb a mountain with packages and then fall over and have to pick them up every ten minutes, that sounds like a blast. I'd be way too good at carrying them. I wouldn't have to pick them up. Stupid game. (laughs) Great balance. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you, Will. I'm with you, with Will. I, I am you. too. Thank you. I, <laughs> I as completely I said, understand where you're coming from. Yeah, it's just a weird intrigue that like, I have for the game. He could do anything. He could do something bad on purpose, and people would try to tell me how great it is. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it was like crazily well reviewed, though. I, I think there was definitely a lot of detractors. Yeah. Well, you remember the review that I shared on the podcast? Were you on? Were you? You were on that episode, right, Eric? Yeah, I don't remember what you said, though. It was really entered. I don't remember either, but I remember it being really dry and entertaining about yeah. how much he disliked the game. Yes. Didn't, didn't, he, didn't he give it, like, a four or a six? Three and a yeah. half, I think. Three and a half out of ten? Yeah. 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 Um, I, mean, I think it definitely had its detractors. It wasn't, like, yeah. a, you know, huge success. I was honestly surprised when it was up for Game of the Year. That, Me too. Exactly. I was very surprised. Well, it's well because that's because Jeff Keeley's got a hard on for Kojima, and that's where my yeah. whole argument stems from. And Reddit, no secret there. That's it indist- it's industry incest, is what that is. That's yeah, why I was glad Sekiro won. Like it's disgusting that Death Stranding was up for Game of the Year, but games like Fire, Fire Emblem. Emblem weren't up there. Like that game's five times. I the think game. that was uh, that was Keeley checking a box. Yeah, to keep a relationship. Yeah, that game <laughs> sucks. <laughs> What one game of the year I give? Sekiro. Oh, nice. I never thought I'd be happy that Sekiro was game of the year. I was very happy Sekiro. 
because I <laughs> thought Dust Stranding was going to be rigged to win immediately. Uh, I honestly, I didn't, I didn't even think it would be Death Stranding. I thought it would be uh, like Control. I thought would win. That's another one. Yeah, I haven't played that. So, but like anyway, Control's supposed to be really good. Yeah. Um, screw that game. So my two please stop things are card games for every IP. Uh, they're starting mm-hmm. to shut down now, so I, they never should have been made in the first place. Which one was it? Is is it Elder Scrolls that's shutting down? Yeah, Elder Scrolls yeah. One? Legends. I think I don't know about shutting down, but they're ceasing development and like no further updates. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that that's going the same way as the MOBA went a few years ago. You know, everyone tried to come out with the MOBA to try and latch on to the success of League and Dota and, and Years of the Storm. And uh, same thing with card games, with Hearthstone. Um, just, just stop. Uh, and then my last one is making every game a persistent online shooter. Uh, you only have to look at mm. an- Anthem for that. It just was a very unnecessary and a waste of Bioware's resources. Those are my two. What do we want to go with here, fellas? I'm good with any of them that were said, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Except Kojima. I'm not good with that one. <laughs> How dare you, Will? How yeah. dare you? That's the hill I'm going to die on tonight. He's intriguing. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's so mysterious. <clears throat> he is mysterious. There's a reason why Konami got rid of him, or whatever. Well, <laughs> I stand with Konami. He got bigger than the publisher. Yeah. That's what happens. With, with that being said, I want to play Metal Gear 5 still. I think we go with, uh, well, of course I like mine, but I would also go with Corey's about their review embargoes. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. I I also liked both of your shooter one, Dan, and your card game one. I think those are value. That. Yeah. Those are good. I mean, I think the card game thing was more like last year than this year. Uh, I think co- companies have kind of learned their lesson about that. Because uh, what was the other? What was this, the Valve one that came out? Oh, Artifact. Um, yeah, Artifact. That's dead. That died immediately after it came out. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so I think everyone's learning their lesson, luckily. But think of the clicks we would get if we had Kojima. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> For that sweet, sweet SEO. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my, my vote behind the review embargoes. Yeah, I, I like. Because the... I think an online shooter, persistent shooter, could be good. Right. This anthem wasn't. Yeah, anthem was mm. not. Yeah, I didn't really think of that. Is there one that's like really, really good? The division. The division? I, I love Destiny. Destiny and the Division are both really good. Okay. Took them a while to get it right, but I really liked it when they did. Yeah. And they only got it right because it was persistent. Persistent. Well, but, obviously, but, but I'm also ching. I'm also good with the review embargoes because that was my number one. I but... think that's that's probably my favorite one, only because okay. every time I see that a review is not coming out uh, in time for the game release, it, it bothers me. It really yeah. does. And I also think it'd be easy to police. Like, why can't PlayStation, Microsoft, Nintendo... Well, Nintendo already has a good policy in place, but... Why can't Microsoft and PlayStation say, hey, if you want us to release your games, you have to release reviews. It's only good for the gamer. Yeah. And they want to move systems. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Review embargoes? Right, yeah. Let's, let's do it. Good for that Lock one. it in. I'll put uh, um, late, late uh, how, do, how do I want to word it? 
I'll just put review embargoes and then I'll come up with the wording later. Um, because it as we we clarified the type of review embargo we're okay with. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. You're right. I'm not sure how to phrase that. We'll, Think about we'll, it. We'll worry about it later. All right. So the next award is best keepsake. Uh, this award goes to a game that has given you some sort of takeaway that will extend past a game's lifespan. Uh, my nominees were Mario Maker 2, uh, and that that was for Reefer. Uh, Reefer, I don't know if you remember, I'm sure you remember Corey, when he uh, he repeated a critique of one of your levels on the guy that made the critique on your level to them. And he got reported. <laughs> he got reported for it. Uh, and he's I, some sort of punishment, right? Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, I will never forget that. Whenever I think of Mario Maker 2, I think of that. And it, it's it's hilarious, and I love <laughs> yep. it. So I didn't know that happened. The uh, world in which we live. <laughs> so my, my second one is from Sekiro, the uh, Genichiro Ashina boss fight victory. I must have spent two, two and a half, three hours on that boss fight. Just re- And the spawn point was right outside the boss fight, so it's not like I had a long walk back. It was just repeat, 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 repeat. Uh, but oh when God. I finally beat him, the elation I felt yeah. was probably the most relieved I've ever felt in, in anything. Wow. You know? Mm. Um, and then for my third one, it's Outer Wilds. The first time I was floating around in space and I saw the supernova coming at me to swallow me up, <laughs> it, was a, it was a very scary moment for me. Because you're just there floating in space you're gonna die anyway uh, but you're powerless to do anything the supernova just comes and swallows you and kills you so i will never forget the first time i noticed that because I, I like i had been on exploring on other planets but this time i actually like saw it and was just floating in space watching it slowly comes towards me knowing how helpless you are to do mm. anything about it it's unforgettable so will best keepsake uh, I have Pokemon Sword and Shield, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Devil May Cry 5, Felseal Arbiter's Mark, and Fire Emblem Three Houses. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Did you forget about Felseal? Totally forgot about Felseal when doing these awards. I thought I, you guys might have. I've, I remembered oh. it. I've got it for one one of my awards. It's Felseal. It's the Final Fantasy Tactics-like game. Oh. Well, I guess it's good we're having these conversations because i can still now you can talk about it, it. Yeah. yeah add yeah. them in and later um i went more with games this year as opposed to like specific moments mm-hmm. we do have best moments so i kind of saved yeah. the moment specific to the games for later yeah that's fine uh but yeah i mean honestly not pokemon sword and shield because i have a lot of gripes with pokemon sword and shield but i also really really like the game too um, so that's one that I'm always okay with just kind of not taking seriously, but the other four very much. So, um, I have very fond memories of the other four games. Uh-huh. What do you got, Corey? I've got NA. Not available. Nothing to take, no takeaways. No. And it got that like once when I was looking at this category, it got me thinking about like this year in games as a whole. And while I do think there are good games, I feel like this might have been a down year. Yeah. I, I saw that sentiment repeated elsewhere where people are like, there was a lot of good games here, but nothing nothing defining, nothing, not, nothing 
uh, generational, so to speak, yeah. this year. Although I will say, Dan, I liked both your picks of Super Mario Maker 2 and um, the Genichiro, Genichiro uh, yeah, fight. Um, although for me, it would be Lady Butterfly. Okay. Yeah, that was a tough um, one, too. I think I got which, her on my third or fourth try. That's impressive. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure I spent days on her. Um, and also, like, my fiancé was part of the whole thing, like, watching me fruitlessly try over and over again to beat Lady Butterfly to the point where she's texting me when she wasn't around me, like, did you beat Lady Butterfly yet? And uh, also my just, oh, boy, my um, physicality when I would fight her, like, standing up and throwing stuff and yelling at the screen and calling her names. And, um, yeah, I got really into that. Yeah, uh, my wife actually was there when I when I beat the Genichiro because she was telling me something when I was playing and I was I was not paying attention, <laughs> and I beat him. I was like, you know, I did the fist pump and like I was a little too loud because all the kids were in bed. She's oh like, yeah, are you all right? Like, <laughs> you don't understand. I've been fighting this guy for hours. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so nice. I was sweating. Definitely, I was sweating. Uh, yeah, Eric, what do you got? I also abstained. Mm-hmm. I got nothing. nothing Interesting. Nothing memorable. Um, I actually, the more we talk about this, I would vote to have this category stricken mm-hmm. because <gasps> what I'm hearing from all you guys is best moment, not best keepsake. Yeah. See, I tried to think of a mechanic specifically that uh, that I that I really liked in any game that I played, but there wasn't any. But I think that comes down to what Corey was saying, and and and, and it was a it was a, a year of the rehashes or a year of um, I don't want to say perfecting ideas, but refining uh, game mechanics and refining ideas. And nothing, nothing like at least that I played was like super new or different. I know games like Disco Elysium and Control kind of had new ideas, but I didn't play either of those. So didn't play them. Yeah. Um... And I'm going to disagree with you, Eric, only because I think this was award an award I really fought for, uh, and 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 I think you're right. Like this year, she it doesn't really it. it doesn't really make sense this year because I didn't have any keepsakes. Um, but in years past, there are games like that Dragon Cancer, um, Journey, um, Papers Please. Uh, what was that one where you play as a Syrian refugee? Um, yeah, uh, marry me, my love, bury me, my love. Bury me my love like games like that were like i it it sort of changes me as a person um and they're not specific to any certain moment um uh all right. to the moon um all right we'll give it another year yeah I, I, uh, yeah i just didn't have that feeling with any game this year so yeah. i just look at it as a game that's gonna carry with me for years to come yeah yeah i know i get that but i need a reason why other than a moment that you liked in it total package of the for, game for the category to make sense to me mm-hmm. personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. okay so Corey, what do you think i like sekiro sekiro i would pick your mario maker example over sekiro <laughs> yeah but, i kind of like the mario maker i'm good with that too okay so because again, I, I feel like your experience with Sekiro was, should be under best moment to me. I don't, you know. Yeah, I, although I did use the Lady Butterfly example, but 
that was probably just the most extreme version of my physicality when playing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 good with with Mario Maker. I'm trying to remember what I had for best moment. We're gonna find out later on. I think I only had one. Okay, I do. Oh, there's there uh, they're surprisingly similar to best keepsake. So there you go, Eric. I'm saying. Okay. But I did I do hear Corey's argument. Yeah. The games he mentioned are good argument for that. Yeah. All right, so best keepsake, Mario Maker 2. Uh, Reefer getting in trouble. <laughs> Could also win the podcast development. Yeah. I put, I, oh, I think, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I nominated that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Reefer taking home the hardware. Yes, he is. Yes. All right. Uh, so the winner for the best keepsake uh, for the 2019 Thummies is Mario Maker 2 for Reefer getting in trouble. Uh, best rainy day game. This war goes to a game that you choose to spend all day playing when it's raining outside. Uh, Eric, we'll start with you. All right. I had Slay the Spire, Borderlands 3, and Outer Worlds. Hmm? Corey? Uh, oh, yeah. go, ahead. go ahead. No, you're good. We'll discuss. Okay. Um, I had Sunless Skies, The Outer Worlds, and uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. William? I have Fire Emblem Three Houses, Devil May Cry 5, Far Cry New Dawn, Borderlands 3, Pokemon Sword and Shield, and Outer Worlds. Okay. I've got Fire Emblem Three Houses, Pokemon Sword, Luigi's Mansion 3, and World of Warcraft Classic. Wow. Yeah. Corey, right. no World of Warcraft for you on that one. You know, no. Um, I, I feel like I tend to go single player in this category, and I think... A lot of it is the escapist part of it. For me, I want to be playing something that whisks me off to another place. Um, and that's a little bit harder to do in a multiplayer game. Not that it can't be done, sure. um, but that's where my head's at with that. I usually opt for a game that has a pretty environment and welcoming, although Sunless Skies is the opposite of that. But uh, it does a really good job of, of taking you somewhere else and sucking up a ton of your time. Okay. All right, um, fair enough. So everyone said Outer World, so we'll kind of use that as a, as a, as a starting point. Because I also would, I could, I could, I could get behind the Outer World, so I didn't put it on my list. But does anyone have anything they feel strongly about for best rainy day game? Fire Emblem. I lost Fire a lot Emblem. of days to that game. As did I. <laughs> yeah. but we're we're only two. Hmm. I I can't say here or there about Fire Emblem because I never played it. Mm -hmm. I I think I I like what I know about it, but I also know it's probably not for me. Mm -hmm. It's probably a little too much dialogue and all that sort of stuff. But um, I respect Fire Emblem for what it is. Personally, I would say, I would be good with any of the games that I pick. Slay the Spire, obviously. I think I'm the only one that has any uh, thing towards that, but. Um, yeah, Outer Worlds I think would be is a great rainy day game, for the reasons Corey was talking about mm -hmm. for a rainy day game. I mean, there's just there's a lot to it, and uh, from what I played of it, I thought that the the rating was really good. The characters were all super interesting, just a really good place to get lost in. And you could really dig into that game on a long rainy day, mm -hmm. take a lunch break. That's mm -hmm. it. Next it's thing like, you know, it's time for bed. It's like curling up with a good book. Hey, it's, it's our version of curling up with a good book. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly right. Yeah, 
and I think of the games that I picked, I think that's probably the best fit for that. It's it's curling up with a good book without all the self righteousness. <laughs> it's also a good point. Yeah. It doesn't piss me off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Slate Aspire, just real quick, I, yeah. it's it's so easy to get sucked into, mm-hmm. and it's just, you just play it and keep playing it and playing it, play it over and over again, and like it's got so much to like deck deck building is in there, and like uh, treasures and and boss fights and all that sort of stuff. But it's I, I can't wait for you guys to play it. Um, or you did play it? Oh yeah. Okay. You played it last year, right? I was the OG. Yeah. You play because it was in early access. It released full this year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which okay. is probably why it's not showing up on my list very much because the majority of my experience with it was last year. Last year. You're the one that told me about it. Yeah, I'm gonna download it uh, when I go upstairs. So I will definitely give it a shot. Could win uh, 20, 20, 2019 game. Yeah, twenty. Yeah, 2020s, 2019. All right. Does All anyone, right. anyone feel strongly about anything they want to make an argument for? Will do you have anything? No. Corey, no. I think it's Outer Worlds here. Uh, Outer Worlds, it's it's almost unanimous. Like I said, I didn't have it on my list, but I I concede that you get I, just, it. I yeah I didn't put it on there. I could easily have done that. So the winner for the 2019 Thummy for Best Rainy Day Game is the Outer Worlds. Uh, I'm gonna put oh, uh, Outer right. Worlds. Make sure I type it correctly because because of the conf- whole confusion thing, you know. All right. Next Thummy Award, a most pleasant surprise. This award goes to a game that most exceeded expectations, came out of nowhere, or, or was otherwise unexpectedly great. Corey, start with you. Um, hang on, I lost my place on my list here. Corey. Most pleasant surprise. Uh, I had Fallen Order, mm-hmm. The Outer Worlds, mm-hmm. and Gears 5. Mm-hmm. Uh, although... Since I didn't include it, I'll say it now. But uh, Felseal would also be okay. Arbiter's Mark would also be on my list. Mm-hmm. Well, I have Astral Chain and Felseal's Arbiter's Mark. Oh, okay. Eric, I had Call of Duty Mobile, Fallen Order, Devil May Cry Five, uh, Borderlands Three, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. <laughs> that one also almost shouldn't count because I think I have Call of Duty game on that li- that every single year, uh-huh. mostly because every year I say I'm not going to buy it again. Uh-huh. But not this year. I've already committed to next year's. Definitely. Uh, and I also had Slay the Spire. I'm actually going to take Call of Duty off there. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So that that's my list. All right. I have Outer Wilds, Untitled Goose Game, Cadence of Hyrule, WoW Classic, and Duty Mobile. Duty Mobile, two votes. Honestly, Duty Mobile for me was probably the biggest surprise. uh, Primarily because I'm not saying that this this is the one that should win. But for me, it was the biggest surprise because it's a mobile game. It's Call of Duty. Usually those two things don't spell a great mobile game. (laughs) But it was surprisingly good. And I played it for probably two weeks before I deleted it, which is way more than I usually play mobile games. So. Yeah, I'll just, I'll piggyback on Call of Duty Mobile there. Uh, I actually I played it today. Mm-hmm. I still play it just about every day. I don't play it as much every day, but I try to at least get my login rewards. Um, <clears throat> play one or two matches here or there. Uh, I have a great time with it. I couldn't believe how well it handled. Yeah, I had talked about it when I first talked about it on here. That somebody had told me that I should try it, 
and I told that that guy, I was like, oh man, there's there's no way that that's gonna be any good. Like it can't control well. Like, there's just no way. Uh-huh. And I I downloaded it, and I was like, holy shit, this is actually really good. It yeah. controls really well. I even bought the battle pass. Like I, I would have if you told me at the beginning of the year that I was going to download and love Call of Duty Mobile and buy the battle pass for it. I just said, no fucking way. (laughs) I'm totally on board with that. So that would probably be my biggest surprise. Fallen Order, mostly, again, because it's a good Star Wars game, but but also because of the review embargo thing. I was Mm -hmm. surprised how good it was and how much I liked it. Um, Devil May Cry 5 I put on here because I had never really played Devil May Cry before, um, and I ended up absolutely loving that game. Um, same with Borderlands. Like I've I've played Borderlands, but I've never been into it as much as like Dan, for instance. Um, but Borderlands Three was one of my favorite games this year. It was so good. It took a bit a to great convince time you to split that with me. Yeah, I know yeah. it did. It really did, and I was happy I did. That's see, and that's why I put it on my list because, you know, again, I was never huge into the Borderlands games. Um, and then Slay the Spire because it wasn't even on my radar as a game this mm-hmm. year. So, mm-hmm. and I ended up loving it. But Call of Duty Mobile is my number one. Okay. Corey? Yeah, I think you guys make a really compelling argument for Call of Duty Mobile, and I'm totally on board uh, if that's our pick. I'll just throw out um, another point that I think is worth bringing up. Game Pass is really good at creating, at assisting with this category. Because when games are free, like you can go in with no expectations and be blown away. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, happens with Slay the Spire, happened with The Outer Worlds, Gears. Um, happened, in my opinion, Gears 5. Yeah, none of us would have um, played... I wouldn't have bought Gears. I don't think anyone exactly. would have either. Yeah, so I just wanted to throw that out there. But I, I think it I think it should be Call of Duty Mobile. Yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah! What's going on? We're giving God, an award mobile. to a mobile game. And not ironically, either. Not at all. I was, I was still gonna, playing it. I was gonna make an argument for Felseal, but your guys' argument's better. So, right. I'm glad you guys liked Felseal. Really liked it. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna buy it on the Switch. When's it coming to Switch? It, I think it's already on Switch. Yeah, it is. Oh, is it? yeah. I'm just waiting for a sale because I'm cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey. All right. So the winner of the most pleasant surprise, the 2019 Thummy, goes to Call of Duty Mobile. Wow. Nice. That is surprising. All right, next category. Surprising pick. Steamy pile of disappointment and or turd. This award goes to a game that failed to meet expectations or was just plain bad. Uh, I'll go first. So my number one game is Anthem. And my number two game is Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, Anthem, self-explanatory. Kingdom Hearts 3, didn't think it was a bad game. I just didn't, it didn't. It was kind of mostly forgettable, despite the the set pieces and, and characters in it. I mean, you also had no idea what's going on. No idea what's going on. Uh, I did like parts of it, but it just kind of fizzled out for me. Yeah. So, And after all the hype that the that the fan base had, had put out for it, um, it was, again, wasn't bad. It just failed to meet my expectations. So, we'll go ahead. The only one I have is Anthem. I think Anthem. that game is hot trash. I can't believe I split that game. Hey, at least you split it, right? Yeah, I would hate myself if I spent $60 on it. Okay. Corey? Anthem. Next question. Okay. <laughs> Eric? Uh, my list looks a lot like yours, Dan. Okay. I have both of those games on it. Okay. I thought Kingdom Hearts sucked. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought it was terrible. 
It looks like shit. It did look it like did a, look like, like shit. It, I, it, they brought nothing new to the table. Looks like, like a PS3 game. This yeah, game, like, here's the thing. I played Outer Wilds, right? I hated it, but I knew that was my fault. Mm-hmm. I'm acknowledging that I, I was just bad at it. Kingdom Hearts just sucks. <laughs> I stopped playing it after like an hour. I was like. No, it started to get a little better, and then I was like, you know what? I, there's so many other things I'd rather do than play this game. Mm-hmm. But with that said, I think Anthem's probably a winner here. I also yeah. wanted to at least give mention to, even though I did not play this game, I saw enough of it on the internet to feel confident that WWE 2K20 was a steamy turd. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and if you haven't seen the clips, you definitely should look it up. I feel like I saw one. Oh my god! Okay. It's incredible. I'm gonna check. Giant it out. bomb puts a lot out. I think because <laughs> they're wrestling guys. It's it's unbelievable that they release that game in such bad shape. Still, isn't that like every year that they do that? Every year it's a release. Hmm. But you know what? If anybody, if any fan base is gonna appreciate some jank, it's probably the wrestling fan base. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So at least they got that going for them. It's not a bug; it's a feature. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right, so but I think Anthem looks to be our winner here. Yeah, right? definitely. I don't think we need to really talk about it. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say, Eric, thank you for shitting on Kingdom Hearts three, though. Yeah. Uh, I think you, <laughs> got, I think you wrapped it up succinctly. Uh-huh. That's terrible. Uh, so the winner of the 2019 thumbing for Steamy Pile of Disappointment and or Turd is Anthem. You know, now that I think about it, like Kingdom Hearts three, I think is a worse game than Anthem. I will say this. If you want to get into this, I had more fun with Anthem than I did Kingdom Hearts, and I was actually really into Anthem for at least a week. <laughs> I it um, clearly became, you know, nothing that was going to carry on, but like I had a good time with it for at least a week. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts just sucks. Okay, so are we going to change? I, I'm, you know what? I'm fine with this because I feel like <laughs> mechanically Anthem is not that bad. Exactly. Not, yeah, that's where I was going me. with with nope. with not, my okay. Yeah. It's not, and and you know what? At least it was something different. And like, yeah. King, like you said, Dan, Kingdom Hearts was like built up and like been waiting so long for that. <laughs> yeah, Anthem was a head scratcher, whereas Kingdom Hearts was like, uh, what are you, what are you doing? Like, for instance, we waited for how long for Diablo three? Fucking game's awesome. Yeah, we waited for Metal Gear Five, one of my favorite games. We waited for Kingdom Hearts three, and it's like this, this is. This looks like it came Sad. out on PS2. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. I'm good with changing it, but I don't want to. I want to hear Will's thoughts. He's, I mean, he's him and Han. I don't right? have a good reason to veto that because I actually do want to go back and play more of Kingdom Hearts 3. But I don't have a reason to veto you guys picking that, to be honest. It, let's, like... let's, okay, let's approach it from a different angle then. Does anybody <laughs> have anything about Kingdom Hearts 3 that they think is done well? Yeah, I mean, when you were like that, no, the set pieces maybe, but they look like garbage. It's colorful. Even even the set pieces, I would argue, are not very good, except for um, uh, tang- the Tangled World, I thought was well done. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I thought they were pretty bad. What a waste of I Disney just, property. I, I was right. just going to say, I just think with the, the characters and worlds that they have in there, and for it to not be as good as it was, I, I don't think there's much excuse for that. It could be so good. Yeah. It could be so good. I feel like the four of us could shit out something better. Yeah. 
I mean, we already shit out Pokemon Go. They stole our idea. <laughs> yeah, we did. Very true. We're probably right. the greatest untapped developers in this country. <laughs> Definitely. And we don't even know. All right, so Kingdom Hearts? Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts it is. I, I, there's definitely more passion behind the Kingdom Hearts one. Yeah, there is. Uh, it was Eric's yeah. passion speech that convinced us. Everyone's like, yeah, get Anthem. Yeah. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> and I can't disagree. <laughs> yeah, I can't come up with an argument to defend it. So Yeah, I mean, I like some moments of it, but like I said, for the, the amount of star power it has and there's just no reason. It's just got to be better. Yeah, agreed. Some of the super uh, power animations are all right the first time. Yeah, right. But the hundredth time, they're a little long, <laughs> a little old. Yeah. 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 All right. So uh, after reconsideration, the 2019 <laughs> thummy for Steamy Pile of Disappointment and Artur goes to Kingdom Hearts Three. Nice. Good. All right. Good. Next. Next up on the list, popular game we're least likely to play. This word is self-explanatory. Uh, I only have one game. It's Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Not because it's not good. Not because I don't want to play it. Um, but when it becomes finally cheap enough where I could buy it and play it, I probably wouldn't. So that's my only reasoning for that pick. So we'll go ahead. If you guys were to guess what my pick is, what would you guys think? Death Stranding. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Yep. Is that your only one? Only one. Okay. Do you want to give justification? Or you don't need to give justification. Ah, you guys heard what I think okay. of it. We did talk I about it earlier. I can do it again if you want, but... It might, we might need it to after... after Will just Eric. doesn't have a, a passion for delivering packages. There you go. Game sucks. <laughs> I do. Uh, I just... I do. <laughs> Eric, what do you got? I've got Pokemon Sword and Shield. Mm -hmm. Days Gone. And Rage 2. Mm. Did Days Gone come out this year? Yeah. Yes, it did. Those are good choices. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Corey, what do you got? Um, Is Apex, Le Apex Legends eligible? Yeah. Sure. That came out, came this, out year. this year. Because that would be mine. All right. I, can I, can, I can just cannot picture you playing that game. Yeah. No. Yeah. If I'm going to play any of those games, it's going to be Fortnite because you guys yeah. are playing it. Right. That's it. Well, That's... Apex Legends is pretty fun, though. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. I just have no interest to, no. to try it out. Yeah. Um. I. I honestly, Corey, I could second the Apex Legends, and it's only because it doesn't have a solo mode. You can play by yourself, but I don't want to play by myself with random people. You have to be in yeah. teams of three, and I think they just added teams of two. I would be interested in trying it if there was just like you know like the solo mode like you can do in Fortnite. Um. But if I'm going to play a game with a squad of two or three people. I'd rather play Fortnite because I know how to play it. Um, so that's that. That's a good point with, with Apex, Corey. Thanks, Dan. Yeah. Eric, what do you got? I did mine. Did you? What Pokemon did you... Days Gone oh, and Rage 2. That's right. Okay. Uh, so does anyone feel strongly about anything specific here? Yeah. Well, we'll we know Will does. Stranding. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, what about you? What... I, see, I, I don't think we can pick that one, though, because Dan and I both want to play it. I want to play I was yeah, See what Corey thinks about Death Stranding. Yeah, I'm with Will, but I also want to play it. Okay. <laughs> you don't even get a weapon to kill anything in that game until, like, halfway well, it's through. it's not about killing all the time. Will, you loved Life is Strange. You, ha... you didn't kill. Yeah, because that game here's... was actually good. Well, I mean, it depends <laughs> what you ask. Will, here's my logic. All right? You can't, you can't properly shit on something until you've 
played it. I will. And go... even if you even if you play it and it turns out you kind of like it, you can still shit on it because at least you've played it. All right, what's this category? Popular game we're least likely to play. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna least likely to play Death Stranding. I'm good with that. I'm just saying, like, in order to make your shitting on it more valid, you have to be able to say that you've played it. I will go spend sixty dollars on this game. I see so I Will. I see it. Will where Will's coming from, though. It's tough to say that when the category is game we're least likely to play. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with that at all. I'm just disagreeing with the general shitting on it oh, all right, without all right. having tried it. Okay. I trust me. I've had to hurt a lot about this game. It sounds terrible. Bad time. <laughs> I don't disagree with that either. I, I think my strongest one is probably Pokemon. And to be honest with you, had I been thinking about it, that would have gone in my please stop category as well. Uh-huh. I would have backed you up a little bit on that. Yeah, I know you would have. Wish I had done it. Yeah, po- Pokemon... It's too late, but Corey, now's our chance. Po- Pokemon needs That's to reevaluate true. a lot. Now's our chance. That would probably be my, my strongest one Okay. as uh, Pokemon. Corey, how, just... do you, how do you feel yeah. about Pokemon? Uh, yeah, I feel I feel strongly about it. Um, Although if I'm being honest, I am... I am less likely to play Apex Legends. I feel like Pokemon could stumble in front of me somehow, and I'll, I'll give it a go. Um, but I still think I'd be disappointed in it. I, I'm, I, I, in being honest, though, I, I think I am a little bit more likely to play Pokemon than I am Apex. But especially since Apex is free, you just have to. Yeah. Dang it! You just have to download it. That's right. That's a good point, and I won't. So. Um, but I, yeah, I would support either. Okay. What were yours, Dan? Uh, I only had Call of Duty, uh, for the reasons I talked about, but I, I also yeah. seconded Corey's Apex Legends. So later on, it sounds like it's probably Apex or Pokemon. A- Apex but... or Pokemon. Mm. Ooh, stalemate, huh? I, yeah, it really is. Cause I can't get on board with Apex cause I, I liked that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I definitely see why you wouldn't play it, but I just think, geez, Pokemon, ugh. Did they bring anything new to the table on this one? Yeah, Eric, Dynamaxing. What's that mean? Your Pokemon's big. The giant Pokemon in the stadium. So no. Yeah, no. Uh, (laughs) They added, like, group rating, which I know is kind of a big thing for for Pokemon fans. Uh, you join you jo- do the, the for the Dynamax thing. That's that's called a, a raid, uh, and you can that's the multiplayer aspect of the game where you join other players to raid. I like the raid, wild ra- area raid too. The Dynamax things. Did they do enough differently that you think Corey and I might be surprised that we enjoyed it? No. Yeah, I don't think it's going to change your mind. I think you'll you would like it more than you liked like Pokemon X and Y. But I don't think it would be enough for you guys to like the game, in all honesty. Yeah. I don't know. It, I guess it, it's, it comes down to, do we give it to a game that just should be doing better at this point? Well, or do we give it to a game that, what's Will? You know... What's Will's thought on Apex? Have you played Apex? Mm, twice, maybe. Okay. So you that, that doesn't count for you then. Did you like it? Yeah, I was alright with it. Right, that's my thing. Is like, do we give it to a game where two of us feel like we're probably not going to like it just because it's the same old shit, or are we going to give it to Apex, which two of us have both said we liked, yeah. and 
it's just not really Corey's cup of tea, which I get. I'm fine with with Pokemon because I, I didn't even ha- I didn't have Apex on my list, so mm. I added that later. After, I didn't have Pokemon after, on my list. My, oh. <laughs> if that's the logic, I mean, <laughs> if we're being honest, yeah. Here, okay. Here's the thing. I think you got you two are less likely to play Pokemon right. than I am less likely to play Apex. I also if think that, if that solves it. That's anything. a good point. I think Pokemon yeah. needs to do better too. Because honestly, if 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 two people are like, "Hey, let's play Apex Legends," I download it like that. Oh yeah, I'd be in. So I wouldn't. <laughs> but it sounds like we're leaning Pokemon, and I'm good I, with I, that. I think so. I think it probably Pokemon is is the more valid game here for you guys. Okay. Okay. So to Travis, you guys are just but... making up for all these years past when you were shitting on mine. Aren't you? <laughs> I just don't feel like fighting hard enough for Death Stranding. Uh, well, this is a down year. Let's let Eric have a couple. <laughs> That's actually a good point, actually. It's <laughs> a really good point. So uh, Pokemon, Sword, and Shield. Okay. So next up on the list is We Demand More Award for Best New IP. This award goes out to a new intellectual property that we would like to see more of. Eric, we'll start with you. I had Outer Worlds, mm-hmm. uh, Fallen Order, and Cadence of Hyrule. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Corey? Felseal, Arbiter's Mark, and Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds and Felseal. Okay. I had Sekiro, Astral Chain, Outer Worlds, and Outer Wilds. You so we see all a... had Outer Worlds. You want to see a follow-up to Outer Wilds, Dan? Yeah, you hipster. I would like to see what, what they would do with the second one. If they would make the, the solar system bigger with more stuff to explore. I don't know, man. Nothing will beat the original. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe they'll slap a Look, PBR logo on the I side am, of your rocket ship. I am wearing a beanie, so there you go. <laughs> I just need uh, my, my flannel. It's upstairs, so I can go get it. Love it. Since um, we all had Outer Worlds, is that the winner? I think so. Yeah. Right? As much as I like Felseal, I, I just think it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Outer Worlds is, was my number one. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement, too, that the second one could be something special. Way better. Yeah. It's a great jumping jumping board. Okay. Yep. That one was nice and easy. So the winner for the We Demand More Award for Best New IP is Outer Worlds. Yeah. yeah I'm making sure I type it in correctly. All right. Yeah. Most valuable console. Uh, this is for the console war purposes. This award goes out to the best console. Corey, let's hear it. So it's Switch for me. Mm-hmm. Although I do feel like there's an argument to be made for Xbox here. I agree. And I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Wow. It's it's because it's because of Game Pass mostly. Yep. Um, <laughs> but also if we're if we're evaluating the console itself for 2019, we can. Well, we can't really separate from all the great exclusives that PlayStation has. But it, I guess in my experience with the Xbox this year, I felt like I got a ton of value out of it. Um, I mean, the 4K HDR is really nice. I, I do appreciate that. I never thought I would. But just the amount of value I've gotten out of Game Pass and the awesome games that I've been able to play um, and just keep myself entertained with, with games I've already played in the past, like, you know, more Rocket League and stuff like that. That's all through Game Pass. Um, so I do think if 
if most valuable if value is being taken into consideration in most valuable console, which I think it should. Um, I do feel like there's an argument to be made for Xbox, but I'm still giving the edge to Switch um, just because they had so many great games this year in, in past games that were re-released on the platform. There's just there's so much you can do there. And we talk over and over again about just the convenience of the system. Um, that's why I'm giving the edge to the Switch. But if anybody else is feeling Xbox, I might. I had the exact same setup as you, Corey. Um, I might even give the edge a little bit to Xbox this go around. Um, wow. It's been nice. Game Pass has been nice uh, as my kids are getting into video games too. Um, I was able, my son was expressed interest in getting Minecraft for his Switch. I looked, Minecraft is available on Xbox. So I downloaded it and he played it on Xbox. I didn't have to pay a cent for it uh, other yeah. than the monthly fee, what have you. Right. Uh, Which Pass- is what reasonable. And they had an awesome deal. Oh, yeah. Right? The, uh, the Game I, Pass Ultimate. So I pay $15 a month for Xbox Live and PC and Xbox Game Pass. To me, that's a steal. I've played a t- I've gotten a ton of value out of it, like you said, Corey. Um, I also like that Xbox is now doing... And I know I talked... Uh, I railed against this when it first they first proposed it, but the subscription. So you can spend like $15 a month uh, for two years, and you get like an Xbox One S, Game Pass, uh, and Xbox Live. And it's a subscription instead of just outright buying the console. I think that's a that's a good plan. Uh, that's kind of the cell phone model for things. You know, that'd be a tempting offer for when the new Xbox comes out, or if you want to upgrade to an Xbox One X, it's it's tempting. So, Will? I'm pretty torn 50-50. I mean, it's pretty much between great exclusives and Game Pass for me. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Outer Worlds, we got that for free through Game Pass. Yeah. Like, I've gotten a lot of classic games through Game Pass. Like, Outer Wilds was on Game Pass. Um, you know, I've redownloaded Hollow Knight on Game Pass, Fallout 3, like, uh, Fallout 4. Like, so many different games. I just have Metro Exodus. I didn't get a chance to play it this year, but that's on Game Pass. So, like, it's all these games that are on there. So, Dead Cells? Dead Cells is another one. I have that on Switch. One I wouldn't too. have played without Game Pass. Yeah. Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire, yeah. So, Wait. it's just... Pretty much between the best exclusives in the yeah, world. It's really, and... it's really coin toss. Eric, you feel like strongly about either one? Well, jeez. So the order I put mine was Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox. Because, and I will openly admit that I totally forgot about Game Pass when I did this, but um, it's a tough one because I don't think you can discount too much the exclusive part of it because Xbox doesn't really have that many good ones um but game pass is a great feature so i guess it really comes down to how much stock you put into exclusives versus game pass like will was saying um and sony really didn't have any exclusive this year exclusives yeah if you're looking at just this year then then definitely xbox would probably go above ps4 for me yeah i guess and that's kind of what we're doing is looking at it through this year so um, geez, that's a tough one. I mean, I could get behind Xbox if you guys want to do that instead of Switch. I like them both a lot. I mean, yeah, I, I don't like things about the Xbox, like the clunky oh, the UI interface is terrible. Oh, terrible. It yeah, should just be so much easier to use yeah. than it is. Um, and there are not really any good exclusives, in mm-hmm. my opinion. 
So I think personally, I would probably still give it to the Switch, but I definitely yeah. agree with the, what you're saying about you know Game Pass and the value that you're getting out of the system. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. Here's here's a question, Corey. Gun to your head, Switch or Xbox? What are you taking to the island with yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I gotta have one. Sure Switch. question. You can only take the Switch with you. <laughs> still, still Switch. Fair still enough. Switch. Okay. But I, I will contend that I still can be swayed. Okay. Will, gun to your head. Switch or Xbox? By Switch. Eric, Switch. Switch. Yeah, I would probably be the same. Gun to my head. It would, it would ultimately be Switch that I would choose over. Uh, because Rocket League it, and FIFA are both on there. I'm yeah, good to go. Everything's on there, and, and it's the convenience. We have three Switches in my house now. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay. Nintendo Switch it is, although Xbox made a valiant effort this year. Oh, definitely the window closed. And I, when I made my list, I definitely thought that the, the gap had closed a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So most valuable console, Nintendo Switch. Nintendo. Yeah. All right. Next on the list is the Eargasm Award. So this award goes to a game whose music and or audio effects blew our minds. Eric, we'll start with you. I only had two games here, Dan. I had uh, Borderlands 3 and Star Wars Fallen Order. Okay. Go you got to love all the, the Star oh, Wars sounds. The, the sounds are so good. So good. <laughs> Corey, go ahead. I actually didn't have any that stuck, jumped out at me uh, as eligible. So okay. I was, I abstained. If I, if I could clarify on Borderlands, that was mostly due to the humor. Okay. was the orgasm part of that. Good, Not necessarily good. the sounds of it. Well, that's but a good point the dialogue mm-hmm. will um so i have devil may cry 5 just from like the sounds the weapons make just slashing against demon bodies like it sounds really good um the, i like metal music so all of that it just sounds it's... oh shit i forgot about the metal music in that and one of the people who did the theme song is used to be in a, one of my favorite bands too so yeah was... you know what will's right I, I should probably add that to my list so I, I, that music was great. It's pretty good, yeah. And they scrapped um, the other guy who did the song because the guy that I like made a better song too. So didn't we talk about that when we did that episode? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, also, I have Fire Emblem Three Houses from the game soundtrack uh, has some very memorable songs for me. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. The sounds that the guns make are it sounds really nice. Like when I have it on like full blast in my room playing it and just like hearing the different guns firing and hearing the footsteps and all that stuff. Uh, and also Link's Awakening for the soundtrack as well. So. Uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> I was wondering why you didn't bring that up, Corey. That's also on my mm. list. Yeah. Link's Awakening soundtrack. Uh, Brace Yourselves. I also had the Outer Wilds soundtrack. No. Uh, the Blue... Dude, you really sold out this year. <laughs> I, I can't help it. The I've been, seriously, I listened to this all day, I, I put the soundtrack on, like to, on my on our Alexa on the ba- in the background. I listen really? to it all day. Yeah, it's so good. It's like a it's like a, a spacey bluegrass music. It's very very interesting. So what do you just you tell her to play Outer Wilds soundtrack? soundtrack? Yeah, it's it's so good. Um, I put Sekiro in the blocking sound that you make, especially when you get a perfect block, oh, will yeah. forever yeah. be ingrained into my memory. It gave me uh, chills just thinking about it. Oh yeah. Cadence of Hyrule soundtrack. Yeah, that really actually fun. should be on my list too. And then I had Link's Awakening also for the soundtrack. I'm just going to say right off the bat, the only one, I, honestly, that I, I would push for is Devil May Cry, now that Will brought that up. Um, 
but I don't really feel super passionate about this. Okay. Will, do you have anything I was you feel give... passionate about? I feel very passionate about all of them. Okay. <laughs> I would say my top two would be Devil May Cry, Link's Awakening, then probably Fire Emblem. Okay. Corey? Um, yeah, I, I'm fully behind Link's Awakening. Um, but the only other one that spoke to me was when Eric referenced Star Wars, because you're totally right. How can you not love those sounds? Pew, yeah. pew. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Those are, those are iconic sounds. Definitely. Great sounds. Okay. So I guess we're kind of between Link's Awakening, Devil May Cry, and Star Wars. Right? Those are the so- three. So um, I think well, I Link's Awakening, three of us have. Yeah. Um, Devil May Cry, Will and Eric, Ooh. right? Yep. But you guys have Devil May Cry higher than Link's Awakening. I'll let you guys hash it out. I I I like Link's Awakening. I didn't play Devil's May Cry though. I, so I personally think it would be between Devil May Cry and Link's Awakening. Yeah, I agree. I think we can take Star Wars out. Okay. Corey, you agree? Yep. All well, right, so if we're going specifically on on votes, it would be Link's Awakening. However, you guys, if you feel strongly about about Devil May Cry, I mean, I have DMC as my number one. Okay, Eric. And honestly, and this is my bad. I didn't even put on my list, but that's because I forgot. Uh-huh. Um, but when Will started talking about it, I remembered. We talked about it during yeah. that episode. I remember. Like, it reminds me of Doom. Okay. And how good the metal music was in that, and just how well it fit the fit the the ambiance, I guess you could say. Uh-huh. Um, it's just so good. And as, as somebody who likes that kind of music anyway, yeah, it just brings it even to to that next level for me. I I think it, it just fit the atmosphere of that game so well. With bedlam breaking loose while you're trying to just oh, murder man. all just, of these oh, and the, the demons, yeah. Double bass just starts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Uh oh! Eric froze up. I'm back. Oh, there you I'm go. I'm back. Okay. <laughs> that was perfect, right? Double when you're... base. <laughs> yeah. Rocked my computer desk. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm okay. I had Link's Awakening low on my list. That was my lowest. Um, the music was yeah. ple- pleasant and nice, um, but it, it was mostly ambient and background music. So, I mean, if you guys are feel strongly about Devil May Cry Five, I'm I'm okay with that. You're not going to give me another one here, are you? Yeah, it's wow. Yeah, I'll concede for yeah. sure. We're getting softener over right. here. Will, wow. Will, fist pound. Well, we uh, don't have as many hills to die on. Yeah, we're more. Which passive. is my new yeah. favorite saying, by the way. I don't care about anything anymore. No, I don't. <laughs> Just my son and my wife. That's about yeah. it. Yep. Uh, nope. Eric, do you remember some of the fights we had about the consoles? Oh yeah, so fun. And like, Dead Island will forever be the classic fight. <laughs> yeah. I don't Corey, remember that one being Corey, that big. I really that's don't. That's because you were liquored up. Yeah, you were. Oh, I remember. That's well, I know, point. but I'm saying I you probably don't remember the extent because you were so sauced. I, did we even like really argue about it? Well, it was. I don't know. Drunken arguing. It, it wasn't like it's was kind of getting, nonsensical. Getting I thought I was, was just like pushing, pushing you to explain why you didn't like it, and you yeah, weren't having over it. and over and over. Yeah. I don't remember being heated, I think, is my point. tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and best console, yeah. Oh, yeah. Some good ones. All right. (laughs) 
So the Eargasm Award, 2019 Thummy goes to Devil May Cry 5. Awesome. All right, next on the list is Game We Wish We Played. Uh, this award goes to a game we didn't get a chance to play this year, but wish we had. Self-explanatory. Uh, Eric, we'll start with you. Okay, I've actually got six. Okay. Yeah, this is um, a long list for me, too, actually. Yeah. This As the years go on, this one will probably get longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I had Zelda Link's Awakening. I had Steam World Quest, Mario Maker 2, Dragon Quest Builders 2, Division 2, and Death Stranding. Oh, okay. Corey? Um, I had two. Greedfall, which Greedfall. is a game that's right up my alley, and yeah. I just didn't 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 get a chance to play it. Um, and then Will will be happy to hear Death Stranding was my number two. I will literally walk out of this. It's going to win. Dan's got it for sure. <laughs> number one. Are you serious? Yes. yes. Number one. No, um, no, I am I have, not letting you guys pick that. I have Death Stranding, I have Devil May Cry 5, I have Control, Disco Elysium, and Gris, which I bought Gris, I just haven't had a chance to play it. Fully intended on having, having played at least some of it before this episode, uh, but I didn't, so. I will say Disco Elysium was going to be on my list, but I had already had six games, so mm-hmm. I could definitely get behind that one. Mm-hmm. The one I feel most strongly about is probably Link's Awakening, but Death Stranding would be two for me. Yeah. I think I think between Disco, Elysium, Control, and Death Stranding, they're they're probably all about on equal footing. Will, did you? You didn't list your games yet, did you? No, screw me, I guess. <laughs> we already know our winner, Will, but go ahead. Yeah. Division 2, Children of Morta, Luigi's Mansion 3, Disco Elysium, A Plague Tale, and Greedfall. Uh, Luigi's Mansion could probably be on my list, too. Okay. Well, there's only one way that Dust Stranding doesn't win. We back, we make the case for Disco Elysium, right? Or greed or Greedfall. Greedfall. What is Greedfall? I don't even know what that is. It's an open world RPG. Oh, Mavic, uh, Mavic in the chat says the it was a great episode. The 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 argument about um, Dead Island Dead episode. Island, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to listen to that again. Did, did, do you happen to know what number that was? It, it was, was early. It was early. Very oh, it was early. Definitely early. Because we that were also, drunk, so. was that, yeah. Was that also the episode I talked to, tried to talk about botanicula and I couldn't pronounce it? Yeah. Maybe. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like your uh, World of Warcraft issue tonight. World of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where were we? Where are we at here? Where are we at? Death Stranding then. This is gonna put me in a bad mood the rest of the episode. Will. Here's the thing. You guys Will. really care enough to give that game the one you wanted to play the most this year? It's morbid it's like curiosity. A, yeah. Oh my god. It's like a train wreck. You can't yeah. look away from it. God. Yeah. I'm I'm not immune to getting into the hype for things. I wish I was. Nor am I. Um that being said, Disco Elysium is That gives uni- far more deserving. Universally renowned. I I didn't have the the um people that hated it like like Death Stranding did. Um, I'm also a lot more likely to play Disco Elysium. Well, no, Death Stranding's coming to PC next year. You're more likely to spend $60 on Death Stranding than I'm $40 on Disco Elysium. I'm definitely going to buy Death Stranding. For a world-renowned game? Are you kidding me? I'm definitely going to buy it when it comes out. I don't think that's what the award is for, though. No, it's not. But I, 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 we do need to evaluate all angles here. So you're, you're going to spend the $60 to play a game that potentially sucks over a game for $40 that you know you're going to love. 
Yes. <laughs> I don't. I, don't like... I think that's deserving of it right there. I don't think the. I don't think the purchase should factor into this award. Just specifically, I, game we I, wish I, we I would... played. Yeah, it's like what game do you wish you played? Yeah. Ignore how you could have played it. Yeah, and, and I feel like this is not a. This award is not a quality award either. Like exactly. it, it could be a game you wish you played so you could poop on it. I hope you all yeah. spend sixty bucks on this game and hate it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy it when it comes out. If, well, for me, for me, it's just like I, okay, I, I, I love video games, right? Of course, I want to experience the cultural zeitgeist that exists within the the gaming, you know, yeah. sphere. Um, it's just I feel like it's yeah. not only is it my duty, I'm a little bit curious, and whoever just said. You know, you got to play it in order to shit on it. I think it was you, Dan. Um, that was you. That's also so part of it. That was you, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> Man. That's awesome. But yeah. Yeah, but I'm That's almost perfect. positive there's other games that are part of the zeitgeist that none of us have played. Disco Elysium. Disco Elysium is one Control. of them. Apex Legends was huge for a bit. We don't really... I mean, Dan plays Fortnite, but Corey, you don't really yeah, play Fortnite. Do you know what they don't have? Oh, God. Kojima. There's no Kojima in those games. You can't argue with that. Proof's in the pudding. Okay, so Disco Elysium is discounted based solely on the fact that it lacks Kojima. Well, I'm just saying, I think that no, adds I something to it. Sure. You know? Can we change it to Game We Wish We Played or Kojima Game? <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I've ever been just disappointed in everybody you on this podcast. You see how it feels, Will. At one time. This is the every... <laughs> We've all had to face disappointment. Okay. Yeah. This is your Last of Us There's moment. so many better games that are way worth like us wanting to go play. Well, we don't know that because we didn't play any of them. They but are, the one we want to play. They're just... I would... I hate all of you <laughs> so much. Well, again, Will, it's it's not a mark of anything other than... I don't care. In this case, curiosity. I could care, I could care less. Will doesn't want it to win. End of story. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you got to you've got to make a convincing argument for one of the other games. You guys, you guys are going regardless of the argument I make. I feel like you guys want Death Stranding to no, win. Didn't I ever, know, I feel... Didn't everyone pick Disco Elysium? No, Eric didn't. Corey? Uh, I, I didn't. added it to my list after. Okay, Corey. I didn't. Although in retrospect, it is a game I've looked at a couple times this year and said I bet I would enjoy t- playing that. I am curious about it, but okay. not to the level that I am with Greedfall, which was my number one, and Death Stranding, which was my number two. All right, let's hear about Greedfall. Stranding was number two for me as well. Greedfall, it's just an open-world fantasy role-playing game um, Could... that's reviewed well, and that's enough for me to be like, yeah, I should play that. Yeah, we we know a few people. I know a few people that have played it that, that like it, too, And have so. recommended it, yeah. Yeah, because... Yeah, What's that on? Everything. 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 Not and on it's Switch. Like, it's not even it's not even a full price game, right? It, I think when it came out, it was That's like 40. one of the forty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Or if it's on Game Pass. All right. It is not looked. Not yet, but I think it might be. Did I read that it might be coming? Oh, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Guess what? We would all play it. Yeah, probably. I probably wouldn't. But if Death Stranding was on there. I, well, well, I think that Death Stranding is our winner here. I, I do, too. I'm trying to to push something else forward, but 
I think it, no, it you're has not. to go. No, no you're I, not. I'm trying. I'm pushing for Disco oh, it's Elysium. My number one. <laughs> it is. My will favorite. nobody? Will nobody's gonna fight this battle for you? So I've made it's either. I've... It's either you convince us or it's Death Stranding. I mean, how much more do you? I don't know. I don't know enough about these well, other games, to, but I know enough about why I wouldn't want to play Death Stranding, and I've made that clear the entire episode and past episodes. I just know that I would enjoy Disco Elysium if I played it, probably. I would enjoy Greedfall. I would enjoy Plague Tale. I would enjoy the Division 2. Oh, Plague 2. Tale is one I didn't put on my list, but that I would definitely put on my list. I would enjoy the Division 2 a ton, Children of Morta a ton, Luigi's Mansion a ton. Like, all of these games I would enjoy playing. Right. And we probably would, too. But we're more curious about Death Stranding. Yeah, for me, it's just curiosity, and I'm intrigued. No, you have PlayStations, even. Yeah. Right. That's in that Again, that's not what the award is for, though. It's it's just which game do you wish you played. That's why I didn't play it. I'm that's a, why it's on this list. That's I'm not a different well one. aware of what the award is. Probably the only Because if I had I played play. it, Will, it could have very well been on the Steamy Turd list. Uh, yeah. Probably would have yeah. been, too. Maybe. Game sucks. But I definitely would have found out had I had a PS4 podcast is stupid sorry will all right we pencil it in yep pencil it in right. 2019 thummy for a game we wish we played much to will's chagrin is death stranding yeah i really thought better of everybody on here <laughs> will's general opinion that of us man is some vaseline <laughs> okay i can't wait till the wins ambassador game uh I have to rearrange a few things. Right, I should add that to my list. Well, hang on. Just kidding. All right, next on the list, best indie game. This award goes out to the game that was developed outside the best game that was developed outside the AAA games industry. Will start with you. I have Wargroove and Felseal. Wargroove and Felseal. Gotcha. I think those are the only two indies I've played. Okay, Corey. I forgot about Wargroove as well, um, and that would be on my list. But I've got Slay the Spire. I've got Felseal. I've got Sunless Skies. I've got Outer Wilds. For you, Dan. Oh, thank you. Eric, what do you got? I've got Slay the Spire and Wargroove. Mm -hmm. I have Outer Wilds, Untitled Goose Game, Wargroove, Cadence of Hyrule, and Felseal. Oh, I would probably put uh, Cadence of Hyrule in mine, too. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of Felseal, a lot of Wargroove. So those are probably the two, right? Yeah. Yeah. Those have, they have the most votes. Although I did have Slay the Spire as my number one. Slay the Spire, so, so that carries some more weight. I would definitely throw that in the mix. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I'd I'd be okay with Felseal just because I have a special place in my heart for that game. I do have Felseal as that, one. Actually. Um, you have Felseal as one? Yeah. Followed by Wargroove. Mm-hmm. Wargroove for me was fun for five hours. Yep, I'm, a, I'm on the same boat there, Corey. I I liked it, but it wasn't. Uh, I only put it on here because I only played a couple indie games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I, I Outer Wilds I had because even though it it just didn't click with me, I think it's like very much an indie game. So I could totally see that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do feel so strongly about Slay the Spire. But I am also okay with Felseal. Okay. 
I'm okay with Felseal. I didn't play Felseal. Mm-hmm. But three of you had that? Yeah. What was the other yeah. one up for number one? Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire. I would be fine for that one, too. I don't really care between those two. That's a tough one, honestly. Make, make I, I don't... Case. I kind of want Felseal to win. <laughs> but I do think Slay the Spire is the better indie game. Mm-hmm. So do with that what you will. <laughs> Dan? I have Felseal. It sounds like you should have had Felseal and Best Keepsake. Yeah, definitely. I had Felseal. Ah. On, that was on the bottom of my list, but it was on my list. So that's why so I that said I when, I, these. when I said that game has a special place in my heart, I then stopped myself and said, wait, I shouldn't say that because then that would apply for Best Keepsake. So. Right. But to be fair, I did forget about it when it was when I was doing my awards, so maybe if I was thinking about it, then it would have made its way onto the best keepsake. So, I don't know. I just think Slay the Spire, is just, it just brings so much to the table and has such replayability. Um, like I said, you could you could really get lost in that. It's almost like, um, it's not like Civilization, but I feel like you could lose that amount of time that you do playing Civ, playing Slay the Spire. Next thing you know, you could be going up the map and it, a couple hours could go by and you wouldn't even realize it. And uh, just building your deck and the different powers that you can get and deciding which path to take even is, is really fun to look at because you can see, like, where the bosses are, where the treasures are. Um, I don't know. I, I just think it's it's a really, really fun game. Do we yeah. do we dock it, though, considering it came out in 2018? Well, it was early, early access. Early access. Oh, so it officially launched this year. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember what was it. It was early. It was, like, February, wasn't it? Or was it one of the January games you were talking about? This year? Later. I think it was no, a little I w- later. I think, I think it was Q1. Q1. Yeah. Hey, I'll check real quick. Okay. At least on something it was Q1, because it came out for Switch later, I think. Um, Just based on what everyone's saying, I would probably also agree that Slay the Spire is probably a better game than, than Felseal. Um, I liked Felseal, don't get me wrong. Um. But I, you know, just from what I know about Slay of the Spire, I do think it's a it's a better put together game. I remember Corey specifically talking about the story being uh, nonsensical and uninteresting, and the characters not having uh, unique voices. It came out in early access twenty seventeen. Came out in something in twenty eighteen, and then twenty nineteen and everything else. Okay, so it came out over three years. Mm-hmm. Technically, too, because it launched end of twenty eighteen, early twenty nineteen, on everything. Gotcha. I don't think that's I don't think that's true. Will I just looked it up? Twenty um, seventeen early access late. So did it just release on PC? Yeah, I mean, it what was, did it release on in twenty eighteen? I'm pretty sure Xbox. Hmm. PlayStation, Nintendo, Switch in twenty nineteen. I'm not saying to dock it for anything. I'm just reporting yeah well in any case um sounds like we're leaning slay the spire then right i think so i am i I know i am um as much as i really like felseal and i want to give it something well so you're the only one that played both and you picked slay the spire over felseal correct yeah I don't care. This podcast is a sham. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't play Play, play the Spire, Will's did you? Will's checked out. 
No, I didn't play it. Okay. Well, I've got news for you. This podcast has been a sham since we started. Oh, day one. <laughs> Who's I respected we're, everyone's we're, decisions? We're all just we're all just a bunch of pretenders. Yeah. Fake it till you make it, excuse, right? Just an ex- excuse for us to hang out and talk about video games. <laughs> all right. So, 2019 Thummy for best indie game goes to Slay the Spire. All right. All right. Best ambassador game. Uh, now this award is open to interpretation. We've all had different interpretations of what this award means. So, uh, Eric, we'll start with you. What do you. What's your best ambassador games? Yeah, I kind of struggled with this one this year. Mm-hmm. I only had two. I had Borderlands 3 and Outer Worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I picked Borderlands 3 because of the humor. Mm-hmm. I thought a lot of people could appreciate that. And I, like I said before, it has a lot that it brings to the table, including the multiplayer element, which I... I like for ambassador games because like social media and just social is such a big thing these days. Mm-hmm. I think Borderlands uh, was a good pick for that. And Outer Worlds because it really shows off like storytelling that can take place in a game and, and cool characters, decision making. Um, the gun plays okay, not fantastic, um, but I think it, it, it did a lot well. But I, I think if I had to pick one, it would be Borderlands. Okay. Will. I actually abstained from abstained. this one. I really didn't feel strongly about anything to be an ambassador game. Mm-hmm. Corey. Uh, yeah, so my my criteria for this is um, it's the least offensive best example <laughs> of where games are at nowadays. 20, um, and for me, yeah, and for me, um, it was Super Mario Maker 2. Because there's nothing offensive about that game, right? Um, and just for, as a bad example, Eric, uh, Borderlands has guns. I know that's a bad example. I'm just saying, if we're presenting a game to a mixed group of people to best represent the state of video games um, and get the most most amount of people engaged and interested in talking and excited about games, um, for me, it's Super Mario Maker 2. <clears throat> Yeah, that's fair. Is, that, is that the only one you have? Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I didn't think of very many as worthy. Yeah. I also. Yeah, I, I, I had Super Mario Maker two also at the top of my list, Corey, for the exact reasons you said. Uh, there's a lot going on with it on social media still. Like I get through Rated G games, I still get people sending me their levels, even though I haven't played Mario Maker and Rated G games in probably like two months, maybe. Um, there's all, all the you know the the best was the best tweet of the year about the the Mario Maker level. That one at the Game Awards, I think it was about I Regret Nothing, and it was all those spinny, <laughs> spinny things. I didn't see that, but that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Mario Maker 2. I also had Harry Potter Wizards Unite. Uh, for the oh, Har- that's a good one, yeah. For, for the Harry Potter fans out there. Uh, for, for, yeah, I mean, it's it's this year's Pokemon Go, kind of, with, without as much <laughs> pomp and circumstance. Uh, you know, if you have a, a parent or whatever that's into Harry Potter, you could say, hey, let's download Harry Potter and, and, and we can walk around and, and do Harry Potter things. I also put Minecraft Earth for that reason. Minecraft obviously is well known by everybody and they have their own area game. I know that's just in beta, but I figured that one would be a good fit. And then uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, I put for my fourth one. Uh, again, like you said, Corey, inoffensive. Uh, I think that's that's kind of important here. Uh, I don't know if you guys, you guys have probably seen the meme with the lady yelling and then the cat like going like this. And it's like video games cause violence 
and then it's mm. it's it's some like me picking my crops in Stardew Valley as the cat. It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Video games. Some video games are violent, but the vast majority of them are not. You know, so. And also, they didn't cause violence. No, I think I, I, that's a, such a tired argument. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, Super Mario Maker Two would be my my number clear in, in number number one choice. So. Sounds like our winner here. Okay. Yeah. I don't feel passionate about anything in this okay. category. <laughs> Super Mario Maker. I feel like this 2. is a category we we usually argue a bit about, but yeah, not this year. Yeah. Uh, next, Thummy is oh so the 2019 Thummy Award for Best Ambassador Game goes to Super Mario Maker 2. Next up on the list, Best Moment. Uh, this award goes to a game that had an amazing moment or several. Will start with you. Uh, one I have is any hot streak that I have in Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Two is the character interactions in Fire Emblem Three Houses, especially later in the game when things kind of go go south. Mm-hmm. Uh, and another one I have is playing as V in Devil May Cry. I had so much fun playing as him in Devil May Cry. Um, his combat style was amazing. Okay. Eric? Yes, I had... Uh, I can't really get into too much detail this one because it's kind of a spoiler, but um, in Star Wars Fallen Order, there are a couple of set pieces with some giant birds that I very much enjoyed. <laughs> um, well, I wanted to get some clarification on this because I vaguely remembered uh, the van entrances and the way the van shows up in <laughs> Devil May Cry 5, right? Yeah, I remember you guys okay. talking about that. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure that I was accurate with that. That was always very creative and awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah. The first, the wrap up to the first mission in Outer Worlds, where you make your decision on how you're going to handle that, I thought was a really cool moment. And me going 40 and 1 in a Call of Duty mobile match. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right. Corey? Uh, I've got my top one is the Gears 5 Horde Mode victory. Mm. Oh, that's yeah, a good one. Yeah. Um, granted that was self inflicted, uh-huh. uh, th- through no doing of the game. That was a great moment. Right. But, um, I also had Borderlands three, not for any specific moment, but a lot of moments. I, I talked about a few of them when we did our episode on it. Um, and then my last one is, um, death stranding Norman Reedus. <laughs> Just kidding. I would have walked out. Now you're just trolling, Corey. I would have walked out. Because Eric would have been like, oh, yeah, you know what? And then, <laughs> then Dan. Well, you know, I was about half a second from seeing that. Yeah. You got in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I, just those two. Go ahead. Sorry. I have, no, it's fine. I have Sekiro defeating a boss, any of them. Eric, you're right about the moments being similar to keepsakes. They yeah. are very much in, in this year's awards for me. Uh, Outer Wilds, again, the, my, the first time I witnessed a supernova. It's memorable. Uh, best huh. moment, also something I will take with me. The Mario Maker 2, beating a level you've been trying forever. Uh, for a while, I got really into doing the speedrun levels, and some of them I've, I spent hours trying to beat, and uh, when you finally do, are able to beat them, it's it's a it's a great moment. So I don't have anything specific, but those are mine, so let's talk. What do we think? Best moment. <clears throat> I didn't feel strongly about mine, so if, no, if anybody has something that they do, 
I really think the character interactions in Fire Emblem. It's a shame, Corey, you didn't play it well as much of it as Dan and I and Eric didn't play it. But those are what support that game. Yeah. The how about the choice? Yeah. That you have to make. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. Just like so, would that be your moment then? Like a. Yeah. Yeah, like so to set the game off. To put something specific, it would be the choice that you have to make partway through the game. Yeah. Well, so kind of wraps it all up. Yeah, kind of what happens. This is slightly spoilery, but like you spent this entire game like in a class with all of your other classmates from these different houses, and then there's events that happen in the game, and they all go to war with each other, uh, and then there's a time skip, and you come back, and you end up having to like kill specific students that you built rapports and relationships with, and like just seeing how the different interactions between the different characters, like because some of them were close with each other in other houses, and like it's. Just like how the the voice acting is delivered is really well done, and just like the battles that you're doing are really epic, and it's just I think that part the game shined at. Okay, yeah, I concur. Did you get to this time skip, Corey? Nope. I'm good with that. I don't think I feel more passionately about any of mine than that. How far was the time skip into the game? I feel like I played a ton of that. It's game. It's about two thirds. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, then. depending. I guess. I must have been close. How many hours did you play? Couldn't tell you off the top of my head. It, it felt like a lot. Like, 30-ish. how long is the game? It depends. 60, I was thinking... 60 to oh, 80. okay. Maybe I didn't play that much then. I was thinking, like, 20. I put into it. I think my first playthrough was, like, 44 hours. Really? Mm. Yeah. I think mine was 60. Yeah, my first one, and then between my two, I have I think it's a, a little under eighty hours. I think it's like seventy eight. So the Blue Lions run, which is Corey was doing, was a little longer. Was the that was, was the longest, the longest one? one? Okay. Yeah, so the Golden Deer one was fairly short because I feel like I beat that one in like thirty hours. I think that's second longest. Is it really? Yeah, Edelgard's the maybe Black just, Eagles is the shortest. Maybe just because I knew what I was doing, it went faster. Yeah, because you can maximize the the social stuff a lot better when yeah. you kind of know what's going on because you get like the more I, activity points I, I skipped like collecting all the all the side items too yeah the second time around yep yeah, that's yeah okay uh the only one i feel strongly about was outer wilds but i was the only one that played it so i'm not gonna try to say that should be it i was the only one that played it enough to have well yeah no i was the only one that had it on my list um if you feel strongly dan the other two are yeah no i would probably put fire emblem would probably be up there there's a lot of great moments in Fire Emblem. The only reason why I'm not getting into them more is because I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, yeah, you can't. We don't want to do that. Why did you stop playing Fire Emblem, Corey? Um, so I, I feel like Eric was making this argument on a recent episode, but I just, like, I don't know. I just play games to the point where I feel like I've gotten everything out of them that I'm going to. Sure. And then, you know, maybe I'll continue to play it to beat it, but probably not most of the time um i mean i'm in that like like outer worlds i'm really close to beating it's just a matter of sitting down and doing it um i'm like halfway through byzantium so i'm, I'm really close uh fallen order um i think i'm relatively close although i never did the bird thing that eric's talking about so maybe not but those are all games like i don't know if i'm gonna boot those up again the mood just has to strike me because i feel like i've gotten everything i'm going to get out of them other than seeing them through to the end sure um but i mean i know that's not always true i know i'm missing things in fire emblem um it's just the the momentum that carries you to continue kind of dies off 
and unless you know i can be inspired to sit down and, and play again it just it's not gonna happen i was gonna say you're actually missing out on some of the best parts of the game but i get it because it's so there's a lot of time commitment to that game yeah there is because yeah, yeah i mean because i like the the first part of the game but it really does get interesting after the, that's where all the interesting uh i don't even want story beats yeah because yeah. Everybody turns on each other yeah. at that point. Yeah. That's, all that's, where, that's yeah. where the interesting parts are. And yeah. more interesting. I, I enjoyed the first part of the game too, but and I think Dimitri has one of the best character arcs in Fire Emblem. I still have to do the Blue Lions. I haven't done oh, that it's, yet. He he's awesome. I did the Black Eagles and Golden Deer. And Edelgard's is awesome too. Yeah. But like Dimitri's is like he goes nuts. It's really cool. It's yeah, really cool. Great, great. He's a great character. I mean so many great characters in that game yeah and even you you don't get a good perspective on the characters in the other houses like i always thought claude was like kind of worthless when i when i did my uh black eagles playthrough but mm. when i did my golden deer one he's actually kind of a genius and a very intelligent he's very like well spoken yeah, yeah yeah exactly so i i had no love for claude until i <laughs> played my golden deer playthrough that's what's interesting about that game. And guess what? They didn't sell it in four different parts all one game. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> like they did, what was it, Fates? Was Fate, the... Fates was that. I mean, Pokemon sells you the same game in two That's different right. versions. That's is another right. one that they do. Very so, true. Yeah. There you go. That could be fuel for, well, maybe next year's. Please stop. It's the Pokemon versions. <laughs> oh, we're going to get a lot more Pokemon versions these next coming years. Sure. Be ready for it. Ugh. Let's build a game and a half and call it two, or I'm sorry, a game in an eighth and call it two games. <laughs> Unbelievable. Game Freak needs to get it together. You bite your tongue, sir. Oh, I'm just kidding. I understand. All right, I think we give it to Fire Emblem. Best moment, Fire Emblem? Yeah. Ti- the ti- time skip? Yeah. yeah, I don't have anything that right. I feel. All right, Corey, you okay with that? Yeah. So the winner for the 2019 Thummy for best moment is Fire Emblem Fates. No, uh-huh. Fire, not Fates. God dang it. Put some respect on that. Fire title. Emblem Three Houses. Back on it. Name. Time skip. All right. Next on the list is the old standby. This award goes to a game that came out any year that we just keep playing. Eric, I'll start with you. I know what your number one is going to be. Or at least it's going to be on your list. Yeah. Uh, I had Rocket League. Uh-huh. Fortnite uh-huh. and FIFA. Okay. Corey. Yeah, uh, for me it's also uh, our game of the generation, Rocket or League. I'm sorry, the game of the decade. Uh, Rocket League, mm-hmm. my number one, and Hearthstone, which I played today right before we <laughs> recorded. Um, they're still doing new and fun things in in Hearthstone that entertain people who suck at Hearthstone, mm-hmm. like me. So it's nice. All right, uh, I have Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Mario Kart 8, and a recent addition to the list, Fortnite. Yeah. Will, what do you got? I did want to say real quick, for anybody who was wondering if I was going to be mad about the game of the decade, I kind of figured it was going to happen, especially as soon as I knew it wasn't going to be on. So I was alright with it, I accepted it. I just didn't like Corey's bashing of Breath of the Wild. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to get into that. We'll have to talk about that next episode. (laughs) I literally thought you were being so mean to it, until I re-listened to it today. Let that be a lesson, Will. I was irate when I first heard it, and I don't even know if, why. 
If only more people in this world went back and listened to the full sound sound bite rather than uh, and then in, interpretation. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna and say acknowledge that they were wrong. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. that's what doesn't happen. Even if they go back and no. do listen to clarify, they still no, try to justify their opinion. Yes, there's no acknowledgement yeah. that. Okay, yeah, I I overreacted. Hundred percent. Thank, thank so you. It's not what you said, but still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but still is the is the line. Yeah. Um. So for me, I have Persona 5 because I put over 100 hours into that game this year. Horizon Zero Dawn because I put like 50 hours in that game and loved it. And I'm probably going to replay it fairly soon. Uh, Dynasty Warriors 8 because I just seem to keep playing that game on the various different consoles that I own it on. Uh, Pokemon because I'm always kind of playing a Pokemon game. Like right now I'm playing Pokemon Platinum uh, and Sword and Shield and Smash Ultimate. So. Mm-hmm. Smash. Okay. All right, um, so let's uh, – you guys, Rocket League, right? That's your top yeah, one. Yeah, I, I feel like the only two that I – well, I shouldn't say that. The two I feel most passionate about here would be Rocket League and Fortnite. Okay. I feel like I'm probably going to get more backup for Rocket League. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I, I don't want to put Fortnite too high on the list only because I just started playing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, next year – uh, right. If I continue to play, it'll be higher up on my list. I put Smash Brothers Ultimate on my top because, I, as I said, me and the kids play that three or four nights a week. Mario Kart 8 is the same thing. Um, that's one I'll even play by myself on occasion. Um, but, I mean, Rocket League is probably going to be... I do have Smash Ultimate as my one as well. Oh, that's your one? Yeah. So it's Smash versus Rocket, Rocket League, League, I guess, then, right? Yeah, the the, I, I the, the, say... the the difference here is Rocket League has been out longer. I think that's an important distinction. Yeah, that's true. Sure. So for for you guys to continue playing Rocket League, even though it's been out for six five years, six years, Four I, think that's, I think that's important. I think Smash Brothers Ultimate is still kind of the new kid on the block, relatively speaking. Uh, it was eligible for a game of the year. Yeah, this for this year. year. So yeah, I think you have to. I rest my case. Play. I think Dan's made it. Yep. Yeah, it's Rocket League. It only makes sense to me. We did yeah. give it Game of the Generation, so... There's that, too. Decade. Yes, thank you. Gosh. What did we give Game of the Generation? Skyrim. 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 Will was pissed. Was I? Yeah, you were not. I don't know. I think we should go back and get a quote, because who knows? <laughs> I pro- Will was mildly, <laughs> mildly irritated. Mildly irritated. <laughs> Slightly annoyed. Yeah. All right, next on the list, uh, and next to last category, is most shocking podcast development. I think it's got to go to Dan's love of Fortnite. I my, can't. my love of Fortnite, I also think it's worth talking about me and Eric liking Call of Duty Mobile. I think that's yeah. pretty shocking, too. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, the two least likely to ever play a mobile game absolutely loved a mobile game this year, and it's a Call of Duty mobile game. Yeah, that's true. And it won an award here. Maybe that's award. shocking. That is shocking. Uh, and not award award specifically geared towards mobile games either. No. Which is another distinction we have to make. I also have Dan as an influencer. Dan's oh, an yeah, influencer. Also, also, a, Instagram. also a shocking turn of events. <laughs> Instagram influencer. Yeah, the person who probably hates influencers the most is on the path of one. I don't know. Well, I, 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 I would argue... I would fight for that title. Personally. I would also fight for that title the most. 
You know what I want is I want that sweet, sweet Instagram influencer cheddar. Yeah. Yeah. Cheddar. You get rich off of that. When you start going places and you see cardboard cutouts that say you must be an Instagram influencer to use this view. Oh, I've never seen anything like that. Oh, God. Is that real, Courtney? That's a real thing. I forget. Yikes. I forget where I was. But they had it roped off. I don't know. Must I'm thinking it was just some stupid viral marketing thing that they expected everybody to walk past the ropes and take the picture. Oh. Um, but who knows? Trying to create something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Beardless, I I did an Instagram account for my uh, rated G games kid friendly let's play YouTube channel. Um, and it's I've gotten a lot of followers in in a short amount of time so i'm gonna take a look and see how many followers it has and then compare it to our podcast it's i think it's 600 well beyond six six seventy five maybe six seventy three three dan's milkshake brings all the boys to the yard i think i started using it in like september maybe okay so we have 61 followers (laughs) 10 times dan (laughs) wow Dan Dan is a sellout. Dan, this is the second time tonight you've been called a sellout. I would sell out if the opportunity presented itself. Oh my god. Hell yeah. In a heartbeat. That's why I remember defending Green Day back in the day when everybody was calling them a sellout. Like, of course they sold out. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Are you stupid? (laughs) No, they just want to play grungy punk shows for the rest of their lives and probably die of a cocaine overdose at some point. They're providing for their families, for God's sake. Yeah. Anywho. All right. So. Man, we have Jesus, to pick. This is a tough one. I, I, Dan, I gotta tell you, I still think you loving Fortnite to me is, is the just, most unexpected thing. Yeah. I really think so. I, I would have believed this year if you told me that you and I both liked the new Call of Duty mobile game more than you love loving Fortnite. Okay. Right. Me personally. Corey, what do you think? Yeah, I think I'm on board with that. Um, I will use this category as an opportunity to point out the fact that I did not like Outer Wilds. Um, just because, honestly, I was yeah, surprised as a podcast I was, development. I was surprised that Corey didn't because I think I recommended it specifically to you, Corey. That, that yeah. I thought it would be a game that you liked. Yeah, yeah, and I honestly, Dan, I feel bad that I don't like it. But that's my that's my level of empathy. <laughs> Is like, I know how much you like it, and yeah. you thought I would really, really like it, and it like hurts my feelings that I don't like it. It's, it doesn't. It's fine. I just wanted to throw that out there, but I okay. I do agree with the Fortnite um okay thing. Well, fork knife, fork knife. Uh, you know, I never would have thought so either, but here I am. But you're uh, in. I'm probably gonna play after the podcast is over because I play just about every day. Yeah. At least a couple matches. You know? Yeah, it's bedtime. You know what? I've No, not for me. I've been going to bed at about 2. Me too. Oh, oh my God. I don't know how you do that with four children. They sleep till 8. I don't know how you do that with four children who sleep <laughs> till 8. Yeah. Uh, six hours. Is... Mine sleeps till 7 now, and I'm like, dear God. <laughs> I can't imagine the people whose kids get up at 5 o'clock. I, I would not allow that. I'd be uh-uh. like, get your ass back in bed. That's right. Before I lose my crap. Daddy was up till two. Yep. Daddy was back up till two playing again. Fortnite. <laughs> in a surprising turn of events. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let me put that. Um, 
Yeah, no, I've got to finish the Star Wars uh, challenges. Mm. Let me tell you, having a lightsaber in Fortnite is amazing. That's I bet. A, that's a thing now? Oh, yeah. Wow. There's a big Star Wars crossover event. Wow. That was kind of cool, but the, the coolest thing is, is using a lightsaber to cut someone down. That is pretty cool. Do you, earn, you, do you have to earn one, or you just get it? You find them. They're in loot chests. Oh, okay. Oh, it's, it's like a weapon every Oh, round. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, someone, gets, cool. someone gets, him, gets in close, and you cut them down with a lightsaber. Can you block with it? Yeah. You can block you can block bullets shot uh you know they they put the first uh first order imperial blaster in there too uh-huh. as a weapon that you can get um <laughs> yeah you block bolts and and uh, sniper bullets and it's actually fantastic. it's it's overpowered uh the blocking especially because if you got someone bearing down on you with a lightsaber if they hold up block it's hard to shoot them so uh so Dan loves Fortnite Okay, uh, so the Thummy Award for Most Shocking Podcast Development is Dan Loves Fortnite. So, that brings us to our final category, which is 2019 Game of the Year. Uh, Beardless, in a year, he says we're going to get a really well-edited Outer Wilds long play. That'll be how I experience that game. Okay, I like that. Yeah, a well-edited... I'd be into that. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh JJ was in Fortnite for the event that was on Saturday, which was kind of neat. Had some cool parts, had some not cool parts. I'll talk about it during next week's podcast. Uh, game of the year. Who wants to go first game of the year? I'll, I'll take volunteers. Uh, I can go first. Will. Do you want my list of games that I threw up for contention and then my you overall know what? winner? Why don't you tell us your personal game of the year first, and then we'll figure out. Then you can list your other ones too, and then we'll we'll go around list everyone's everyone's personal game of the year, uh, and then we'll we'll go from there. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Eric, personal game of the year. Devil May Cry Five. DMC Five. Corey, personal game of the year. Super Mario Maker Two. Mario Maker Two. I like that pick. Yeah. Uh, so my game of the year is Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. I thought for sure you were picking Outer Wilds. Oh, really? No, not quite. Yeah. Uh, it might I be did my... as as the pod went on. Yeah. I okay. thought that that's what was going to happen. Uh, it yeah. might have been my number two. or not, not, I mean, it might have been on my list. I only put two uh, games for actual, like, talk about game of the year, but my, my personal game of the year is, is Sekiro. So do we want to talk about what we <clears throat> the games we're going to nominate? Because uh, obviously last year... I don't know if you guys remember, but it was split between Super Smash Brothers Ultimate for me and Will, and then you guys wanted was it Red Dead Redemption? Yeah, and mm-hmm. we all ultimately decided on Celeste. Yeah, as the game of the year. So wow, I mean, how was, the fuck did that happen? Uh, I was not leaving that Skype call until it wasn't something Red Dead. Not Red oh, Dead. Oh, Will yeah. feel fit about Red Dead? Yeah, and uh, temper tantrum. <laughs> Celeste, see, was, we withstood was... our ground this year, boys. <laughs> the, <laughs> The uh the yeah the 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 consensus was was that Celeste one. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, because I said two v two, and we were like, "Ah, screw, we'll pick well, something yeah, else." Well, that was, <laughs> honestly, that was the way to go, though. Well, I had Odyssey as one, and then nobody oh. played it, so Smash Ultimate is where I threw my hat in, and then I said, "Why don't we just do Celeste?" Because we're not going to get anywhere tonight. Everyone's like, "Okay." I would be interested to go back and listen to why Corey and I, who both liked Smash Brothers did not concede at some point. Yeah. 
I don't remember the reason. Being that we both like it. I want to say, Eric, you said you didn't want to give it to a fighting game. Something. I could see myself saying that. Something along that argument. Yeah, I was right. Yep. (laughs) I think it's a valid argument. Celeste is the winner. I mean, I also had Red Dead Redemption 2 nominated for Game of the Decade, so I just think it's that good of a game. Anywho. Okay, so the only this year. the only other game I put on my on my game of the year list was was Fire Emblem Three Houses for a nominee for the the podcast uh, game of the year. So, Will, do you have other things on your list? Yeah, I had Devil May Cry, Felseal, Arbiter's Mark, Outer Worlds, and then Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. Eric, I had Borderlands Three, Sekiro, and Outer Worlds. Okay, Outer Worlds is getting a lot of love. In that order, Corey. Um, yep, so Mario Maker 2 is my one. Uh-huh. Then Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Okay. Bell Seal, Arbiter's Mark, which actually pushed off Fire Emblem for my top five. Um, the Outer Worlds I had at four, and then Sekiro at five. Okay. So, to me, it looks like it's between Outer Worlds and Sekiro, right? Devil, there's two I have Devil a May hard Christ. time giving it to Outer Worlds. Okay. Me too. What about Fire Emblem? That's my one year too. Yeah, Cor- it wasn't on Corey's list or Eric's list. Yeah, but Sekiro, was Sekiro on Eric's? Yes. Oh, okay. That was my one. I mean, I, it's fine Fire Emblem's in the conversation. I'm, I'm cool with that because obviously it's my number two. I'm not cool with Fire Emblem. Well, what about yeah. Devil May Cry, then? If two of you had that, I mean, two uh, of us have Devil May Cry. That's the other one I was going to suggest. DMC5. I'm also fine I don't know. with... Let's, I want to hear Corey's argument against Fire Emblem. Yeah. I just, like, for me, uh, Fire Emblem is such a niche game. And and I, I know this is a terrible argument for why I don't think it should be el- eligible. Um, but for me, like, I just... I have a hard time picking something that that's niche that that is that niche for game of the year. Um, Life is strange. Although, I guess you could make yeah, I guess you could make the case for a lot of the games we've picked. Um, I guess huh. I don't really have a strong argument against it, other than like every game I have above that, I feel like is a much better, more well-rounded game, and I, I would rather give it to I would honestly rather give it to the Outer Worlds than Fire Emblem. I'm surprised um, that you even like it was on your list and got bumped. I wouldn't have I, think you would have really, had it anywhere near your. I like, disagree. That no, you I think it's not a well-rounded game. I really enjoyed it. Um, I just it, there wasn't anything that like there wasn't anything special about it for me. I mean, we talked about the characters, but that I mean that was it. And and as I said, like I just sort of lost interest. Um, nothing really turned me off. It just there was nothing that compelled me to keep playing um whereas a lot of these games did have that like mario maker 2 is at the top of my list because i literally couldn't put it down yeah. i was pulling all-nighters building levels that's not healthy um <laughs> maybe that should maybe that's a reason not to have it on my game of the year but um i don't know just my addiction to that game and with the addition of of the uh the speed runs the multiplayer speed runs like uh, yeah uh i just think it's a special game but and i could make the case like there's something beautiful about every every game i have in my top five but fire emblem is the one that just got bumped because fell seal i forgot about <clears throat> i don't know 
I, yeah, I guess I don't really have a strong argument for why I don't want it to win, other than there's just five games I think are more deserving. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, Outer Worlds and Sekiro, or do, you didn't put Sekiro on because you didn't like it. I'm you fine had, with it winning. You had Outer Wilds. Eric had Outer Wilds. Corey had Outer Wilds. Worlds. Outer Worlds. Worlds. Dang it. See, that's why I specifically typed it correctly in my thing every time because I knew I would screw it up. It happens every time. Yeah, Outer I don't Worlds. know. I mean, I have it on my list, but I, jeez. Is it one of the. I have the... a tough time saying that that was the best game of the year. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I don't think that should win, being that three of us have all just said that we do not think that it's the best yeah, game of the year. Sure. Okay. So uh, it's between Devil May Cry and Sekiro? And Fire Emblem, I would say. Yeah, Corey, Corey kind of put. I've had. Because I have Fire Emblem at two. I mean, do you? Are, we'll it depends if you and Will want to. I would feel. Yeah. I, I want to have a discussion about, well, the DMC, Fire Emblem, Sekiro, and Super Mario Maker. I um I would feel bad if we pushed aside Fire Emblem based on my non-argument. Because I think, <laughs> honestly, yeah, I mean, you said you didn't think it was a well-rounded yeah, I don't game, think we and I push that aside yet. Disagree wholeheartedly with that. Yeah. Well, Dan, why don't you speak on Sekiro's behalf? Uh, you know, Sekiro again. I it's it's a game that I I stopped playing because I got to a point where I couldn't advance any further. Uh, however, that hasn't stopped me from thinking about it and wanting to return to it. Uh, I, I'm sure I will at, at some point, uh, maybe over the winter break when I have a little more free time, when it's not rushing the kids off to school and picking them up, I'll, I'll revisit some Sekiro. Um, but it just controlled so well and was such an interesting, unique universe. And I really liked how they added this. It was it was the Souls formula, but they added it was so different because of the the blocking first of all. Uh, which was a huge strategy change from from the Souls games, which was dodging mostly, occasionally blocking. But uh, and then the stealth stuff was vastly different. There was really no stealth in in the Souls games, so yeah. uh, that to me was was uh, made it be a well rounded um, control mastery is really how I describe Sekiro. Uh, and you know, yeah. when you're playing a video game, it's 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 about the controls, right? I mean, uh, that's that's your your gateway into the game and and just because of how good it controlled um that was my that was my game of the year i really did like fire emblem that's my number two um again i, I cory missed out on the best parts of fire emblem too which is but again if it didn't interest you enough to keep playing like you know there's, that's there's a, that too. so I haven't given my normal disclaimer I give during the thummies is that like, I liked how we used to just pick our games and it was personal to us and it was our subjective opinions. And, you know, we didn't have to factor in anything else. Um, that's how I think these, that's how I think awards should be done. Honestly, mm -hmm. that said, I do have a great time hashing it out with you guys. Yeah. Um, but then I feel like we find ourselves in situations where, you know, nobody's happy. Where we pick Celeste. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I was happy with Celeste. Celeste is a great really game. Good game yeah. yeah. I was happy with that um, winning last year. And that's that's kind of how I'm feeling about Sekiro right now is it's it's our Celeste. And I feel like that's the one I I would be okay with winning. That's still in the running. Um, <laughs> okay. So so look, let's look at it this way. If we were, if, if we were, because we could do a tabulation real quick and see what would win if we had factored it, done it the old way. Outer Worlds, right? It would probably it would, it would be Outer Worlds or Sekiro. 
Probably. Well, Fire Emblem would get six votes and then four, so that'd be ten. Sekiro would get six. Where did you have my it? Third. Third. So three. Three. So, so nine. nine. Corey. I'd secure out five. So one. So there ten. would be ten. So Fire DM- Emblem. DMC six, four, ten. Outer Worlds. One. I had that at four. To three. Four. Five. So that, that wouldn't get very. So it, it would be between Sekiro and Fire Emblem. And DMC. And DMC. Are they all tied to ten? Oh, so it'd be three way tie. One, I had it at four. Yeah. So there you go. We have that. Right, the, there's no health there so either. So we're right where we thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't talked about Devil May Cry at all. No, go ahead. I, you guys make it. Clear. I didn't play it. Yeah. I'm sure I would love it if I played it, but I didn't. Dan, play you it. would absolutely love yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I, sure. I love DMC. So. Yep. Uh, yeah, the reason that I picked Devil May Cry, um, I, when I was thinking about all the games that I played this year. That was the one that I felt like when it was the moment and when it like came out and that's what I was focused on playing, that was the one that I enjoyed the most. And I was just like super excited to get back into it. And like like we talked about earlier, the, the music in it really made brought to that next level. The the set pieces when uh, the van would come was always super cool and interesting and funny. Yep. Um the characters were really interesting and just like I don't know, it's kind I... of uh it's kind of like a, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's an eerie, artsy, weird bizarre. vibe you get from all. Yeah. Bizarre. It's like bizarro world. Like, I loved how you much know? of an edgelord V was the whole game yeah. for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the characters were just so weird and, and interesting. And, you know, that's not even starting to get into the combat, which was amazing. Like, putting the combos together and seeing what your grade was, you know, based on how good you were at stringing combos together was so fun. And like the companions that you had, Oh my God. Like I just thought that that game was so, when I think of like a fun game, that's what I'm thinking of. That's really what I'm looking for these days. Like devil may cry was just a really, really good time to play. And like, I thought, I thought it was well balanced as far as like length of the game, difficulty of the game, that's what I'm looking for in my game of the year nowadays is, is something that just hits on all those notes. And I, I just felt like that that was the one that, that did that best for me this year. Ditto. Yeah. I mean, I agree with everything that he said. That's why it's my number two. Like the only reason why I didn't win was because of how much I love fire emblem. Like I've never seen a game get hated on by a community and then come out and everybody loves so much. Uh huh. But, like, DMC, I think, is the best Devil May Cry game in the series. Characters are great. Everything Eric said, yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with. Okay, so here's another angle. So, if we're taking Fire Emblem, to take Sekiro out of the equation, since it's it's middle of the pack to low on the pack for everyone else, uh, the two, like, hot games, I guess you could say, would be Fire Emblem, which has a 1 and a 2, and Devil May Cry, which has a 1 and a 2. Right? <laughs> It's a travesty Devil May Cry wasn't for Game of the Year, for the Game Awards, in per, my opinion. Personally, I would would rather see, obviously, Sekiro over Fire Emblem. Okay. Me, too. Um, I mean, I would rather see Sekiro over Devil May Cry time. as well, but... This is going to... It turns into Celeste for me, because I, I would be willing to concede for Sekiro much more easily than I would Fire Emblem. 
I'm fine with Sekiro, but if we're going that route, I will rather fight Devil May for Devil May Cry. Honestly, I'm cool with Devil May Cry winning because I really want to play Devil May Cry. I just didn't. I know I would love it. So, <laughs> Corey's not having it. <laughs> you're a sick bastard, well, Dan. Well, here's the thing, Corey. I mean, what? What? You're 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 conceding your number one, your game of the year for a game you didn't play. <laughs> I'm the only one that had it at number one. Every, all you guys had it on the I, low end of your list. I literally we didn't have played it. it. At least we all played it. I, well, I, I understand it that, but... Corey, I didn't play Celeste last year, and I conceded for that. Oh, you didn't play? No. Huh? I'm not good at puzzle games or hard games or anything like that. See, it's a, you had an extremely it. difficult platformer. Yeah. Well, you definitely should play Well, I guess I don't have a leg to stand on then, so... <laughs> Devil May Cry it is. Wow. I'd be thrilled with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as, as I said, Sekiro's my one. What? What? what I mean, what's it's the year of Eric? Boys. Make, make a stand Let's for Sekiro. Make a stand for Sekiro, Corey. I just so like I don't doubt that Devil May Cry is a great game. Um, I loved the one that I played, whatever year that was, forever ago. DMC. Um, it's just I, I just it's just hard for me to agree to that having not played it. And not even thinking about playing it, you know, like at no point was I intrigued to play it. Um, even when you guys talked about it, I acknowledged your opinions and I'm like, yeah, I'm sure it's a great game, but there's still nothing driving me to play it. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's hard to argue against something that you have no experience with when basically all you're saying is, well, there's this game that I did play that is in the running. Yes, I want the game that I did play. Yeah. I don't know. I, I And I can't really make a strong argument for Sekiro because it was my number five game, and yeah. I was very clear about my issues with the game. Um, well, and that that's, that factors into my thinking here. Um, because I'm not... So, so if we're talking between Sekiro and Devil May Cry, I'm the only one that had Sekiro like, high up on the list. Yeah. Whereas, as, you know, Devil May Cry has a one and a two. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Uh I accept it. I just don't have to be happy with it. Been there. Yeah. I think we all have. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Do we? So, what do you think, Will? Fire. No, the DMC. <laughs> DMC. Wow. I'll tell right. you what, I was not expecting that. I wasn't either, to be honest. Okay. Sounds like Corey was, though. <laughs> so, the 2019... Uh, Thummy Award for Game of the Year for the Thumbstick Athletes podcast goes to Devil May Cry 5. Yeah. That's a good pick. Good on us. It's a sham the Game you know of the didn't have it. You know what, Corey? That's going to get us street cred. Was it even nominated for that? <laughs> street cred. No. That, you're probably no, right about that. No, but people were furious about that. There oh, was really? a lot of people complaining that Devil May Cry was not on the list. Do you know what game did make it for Game of the Year for them, though? That's Death Stranding. Yeah, uh, the Thummy winner for... Uh, game we're least likely it? to play. Game we were saddest we missed on, or what was it? Get the category. Game we right. wish we played. That's the one. Yes. Yeah, no. no, people weren't thrilled that Devil May Cry was not on the list. So what? Well, you know what? It was on our list. What was that? Remember, where I insisted a certain game won. You and it Pyre. one of our awards. Pyre. That's you right. Said Pyre yeah. won Game of the Year, and it was Breath of the oh. Wild by a landslide. <laughs> That was hilarious. You, Corey, you could not have been more sure 
that oh, Pyre yeah. won that. I li- I'm still, I'm still convinced that Pyre won. I literally put that. I went back and it. edited the episode <laughs> to make it sound like Breath of the Wild one. There's some dirty play uh, in there. Yeah, there's some universe oh, switching going on. Beardless loves our pick. He says, "Dang, what a cool result! The hard rock punks will love this." I told you, nice. street, that's gonna get us some street cred. Nice, definitely. Post that one on the gaming subreddit. Thumbstick athletes gives definitely yeah, cry, cry game five. of the year. Oh God, I wonder what would happen. There'd be riots because Death Stranding didn't win. Probably. Top comment would be who? Question mark. Yeah, <laughs> and it have a million upvotes or whatever. And then when you say. Hosted by Dan from Rated G Games. Ah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, he has 600-some followers on Instagram. <laughs> the influencer. Influencer. <laughs> Micro-influencer. All right, do you guys have any other thoughts before we call it an episode? Can tell we... you what, I'm very happy with the results this evening. Uh-huh. We have to title this one The Year of Eric. Yeah, this was my year, guys. It may have been a down year for games, but it was my down year. Uh-huh. It only makes sense. We get the Bills have already clinched a spot. This has just been my year. I was going to say, it's Eric's winning year. 2019, the year of Eric. (laughs) Uh, Well, at least in in the case of the Bills, Eric, I hope it goes into 2020, too. too. I would love to see the Bills go on a playoff. Tough schedule next year. Yeah, yeah, that's true. If we're going to make any noise, that'll be this year. Okay, Corey, do you have any other any other final thoughts? No, I'm just thinking about Nini now. Yeah, it's it's getting late. I've got to edit and all that fun stuff. So uh, that'll do it for this year's 2019 Thummies episode. Uh, I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Well, Corey, thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. Wow.